We are live on Ezra Live. And of course, of course, there's a lot to talk about. So I want to make sure I'm all plugged in here. Okay. I expect guests today. You know, I, I know it takes a little time to get started on a live podcast, but you got to also remember like the reason why I just want to kind of talk from the beginning and keep talking from the beginning, even though it takes a little time to settle in on one of these, is because I also post this. Uh, on Spotify and on Apple and everything like that. So I want people, if they're listening, they can't just listen to dead air till I, till we feel comfortable, like to get going here with guests or opinions or, you know, something to talk about automatically. Let me see here. Oh, this comments moves out of the way. So that's why, like, I have to start off like this where I just kind of ramble on, but it's just because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just pulling the people that are just listening audio only after this is recorded after I post it on Spotify and Apple. It's kind of pull them along to let them know what's going on. So first things first, of course, I got to post this on Twitter that we are live. Um, let's, uh, let's just retweet something that I retweeted earlier. That seems e- easy enough, right? Let's see here. Tweet live. Let's see here. Okay, we're good there. We're good there. Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis. They've been going at each other for a while now. I I don't know what to really make of it, honestly. I I, want to believe it. It feels like everything is... The thing is, everything is heading in the right direction for it. Like, it all seems to be heading in the right direction. And I'm not hearing anything negative. Only positive news for this fight. Oh, here, let me put this on. But, uh, Carlos, let me put this on right here. Okay, so if you're trying to hop on the podcast, try to hop on the live, I posted it in the comments. So they just click that stream, you'll pop up right here, and I'll put you on. Um, this is, Carlos said he'd come on, so let's see if he does. Uh, Broadway supposedly going to come on. We'll see if he does. But yeah, like the, the, everything I'm hearing is positive about Ryan Garcia and Tank. Everything positive. There's nothing negative. Nothing that's telling me this is not going to happen. Just besides my own logic on the fight, that just doesn't make sense to me that it would happen. Just because how I know boxing works, and I know how these fights the what the problem is mcginney's made and the problem with golden boy who has the zone and can't really betray the zone right because this would be a betrayal the zone it's taking your biggest star here's probably here's probably at him probably can you hear me i hear you loud and clear man How you all doing? right all right very good very good um we're talking i'm talking right now just starting with ryan garcia tank what, do you, what are your thoughts what do you make of this is this fight happening man I hope this fight ends in double knockout, man. Yo, I, why? 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 I feel like everybody wants fights to end that way now. Everybody's so nah, negative. Bro, it's like uh, I'm adding uh, Carlos to the stream too. There's Carlos. Carlos, oh, can you hear me? Oh man, it's good voice. Oh, what's up? All right, go ahead, Broadway. Tell me, where, tell me where you're feeling right now. Nah, I'm just frustrated, man. I just want fights announced, man. I'm tired of this Instagram, Twittering bullshit, man. It's like. I'm tired of it. Oh, the fight's done. And oh, no, I was just bored on the plane. So that's why I tweeted that. It's like, 
it's mad corny. It's annoying for the fans, especially the hardcore fans who like we're the ones who are really invested in this. We're the ones anticipating things, and you plan kind of like with our emotions, for lack of a better term. And you, I, I don't like it. You know what I describe it as, and this is what I was thinking about it, and this is what I would describe Ryan Garcia and Tank, just them specifically, what I would describe them as. And I don't know if you guys like like uh, teen movies. I don't know if you guys are a fan of teen movies or like. I don't know, like teen comedies or rom coms type thing. You two don't seem like the type that watch those. Okay, Carlos, I love it. Broadway, I don't know if you mess with those. I don't think, I don't see as a guy that watches a good teen movie once in a while. Definitely not. Exactly. I knew it. No, I'm playing. playing. (laughs) I knew it, though. I knew it, Broadway. I knew it. But let me tell you what this is this is a teen movie, and it's a a will they or won't they type part of a teen movie, right? Whether they are going to date or not. And it's like you watch them and you're like, is this going to happen or not? They come from opposite sides of the world. They don't seem like they mesh and all that. And the whole movie, you're kind of just building up to whether it's going to happen or not. That's what this has turned into. And it's just the fact is like, we know that this matchup makes sense. We know that they, they want to be in the ring together. But some reason, everything keeps pulling them apart. And you keep seeing these stupid things on Twitter that don't, you know, like I said, like you said about the plane and all that. Everything I hear about this fight, though, is positive. Everything from every report is positive. That it's heading in the right direction. And I still don't believe it. And I'm an easy guy to get to believe a matchup is going to happen. And I still don't believe this fight's going to happen because of the zone, because the zone not being involved, because Golden Boy needs the zone. But there is something interesting that did happen with this the zone thing. And I think it's a thing that's going really under the radar. And that is that there was a fight that was supposed to happen that actually was kind of announced in a weird way. And that was Munguia versus Ryder. That was announced that Ooh. they was agreed. And that fight was so they were supposed to meet at 167. If you notice, that fight's not happening. No one ever really made it official. DAZN never made it official. And that was because DAZN didn't want to pay for it. Now, did that rub Del Hoy the wrong way? Did that rub Golden Boy the wrong way? Did they feel like, hey, you know what? If there's no money in here for us to make these type of fights, then how? We'll take our business elsewhere. Because that's the only way. Because if Ryan Garcia goes and fights on Showtime pay-per-view with DAZN not involved at all, I don't know how Golden Boy and Dazone keep working their relationship, especially if Ryan loses. If Ryan loses, goes and fights and loses on Showtime, I don't know how Dazone and Golden Boy may, uh, recover the relationship after this. I, I mean, it depends how he loses, to be fair. If he gets knocked out in the first round, but if he puts a competitive fight and it's like a 50-50 fight and then he loses a decision, I don't think his stock goes down as much. No, as no, no. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. But I would... Yeah say this fight most likely is not going to decision, right? You would kind of yeah. feel that this fight's going to end in someone brutally knocked out. Yeah, and it's going to be Tank knocked out. It could be. It's, I'm not, I'm not it's saying. It's going to be Ryan saying. knocked out, my boys. Get away around, bro. Get away I don't around. know. Honestly, I, I don't have official. See, a lot of people, I think, want to say that Ryan gets knocked out cold. I think that's an easy thing to say because of what we – because he, you've seen one weakness in him, right? And it's easy because he's not the guy that's like the most technical boxer. He fights in his own way, but – I don't know for sure that he's I don't know that he loses this fight. I think this fight's very close. I think this fight's gonna have to be broken down and everybody's gonna have an opinion. When we get closer and closer, I think it's gonna be very divided on who wins this fight. The, but the, I'm the, just saying though. Go ahead. No, the, the only thing I will say as far as that's an advantage to tank, yo, Ryan looked huge in that fight against Fortuna. And people were like, Oh, it's because he fought Fortuna. No, just his body, the way his body yeah, he did. filled out good. I think he's a 40-pound. I don't think he's a 35-pound anymore. You got to remember, he's young. So at that age, your body's growing. Yeah, he's growing. 
I don't think he's really a 35. So I think if he cuts down and makes the weight, I think that may cost him a little bit. But to be honest, to me, he looks like a full-fledged 140. That's only yeah. What are your thoughts on this, Carlos? What are your thoughts on this? How are you feeling about this fight? Just the whole like drama and beef. I mean, yeah, I think it's I think it's just ridiculous, bro. Like like I said, when I saw those tweets, I kind of just laughed because I'm like, none of this shit I don't care about, bro. Like people are saying, oh my god, it's finally gonna happen. It's finally gonna happen, bro. As soon as I see the official posters, then that's when I'm gonna fucking believe it. I don't give a fuck about all these tweets and all these. Oh, it's close to being done. Fuck that shit, bro. We've had the same shit with Spence and Crawford like a million times and I'm saying that it's being finalized and it's not that, fucking finalized yet. So, And that's like, a good point about the Spencer Crawford because yeah. like we, we, we literally can't talk about Spencer Crawford anymore yeah, literally. until this fight gets signed. Because... I, I, I'm, still, I'm still booked for November 9th. <laughs> Get your refund, bro. Get your refund. I'm like... No, just, just go, Broadway. Just go. Just go. Enjoy yourself. Just, 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 yeah. just get, take a weekend. Nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm gonna have to cancel it. But I, I thought I, the I mean, only yeah. reason I haven't canceled it, I was like, oh, maybe they throw another fight, you know. But at this point, yeah, it looked like they're backing away from that date. Very, uh, they're backing away from that date quickly. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I like I said, I've only heard positive about Ryan Garcia Tank. It sounds like everything's heading in the right direction. The fighters are making it sound like everything's heading in the right direction. But I don't know, just because of. The way but boxing the works, fuck, I have, find it hard to believe. Why the fuck did Tank tweet that shit about like a, a done deal or some shit like that? And they're like, "Oh, guys, I, I was just getting off a plane and I was just because uh, he like, just why the fuck would you say some shit like that, bro? He's just like, trolling. Some, they're just trolling. I mean, yeah, this, this like, is a on, this bro, is the next generation of fighters. I'm saying, yeah, like, these bro, guys are young. You know, they just they have to you before you would never have this because you would never have access to the fighters like this. I understand people getting frustrated. Like I understand that the, the Tyson Fury, like people hate Tyson Fury right now. Like there's not, oh, you can't find anyone to fight. Like see Carl, see your opinion when no, I said like, Tyson Fury, you see I how pissed he got? I don't, I don't hate Tyson Fury, but like he's definitely like annoying me. Like, Wait, but yeah, you know why though? Know. But do you know why he's annoying you so much? It's because you have so much access to him, right? Like he could just tweet real quick and you'll, see it and you have he has access to your life like that's what these fighters have now and there's not and there's no one that can manage them 24 7 right as far yeah. as like oh you're gonna tweet this you're gonna tweet this there's just no one unless these guys like don't speak english like which is like i'm pretty sure what's happening with janet beck's twitter account where it's like for sure not him tweeting it's someone else tweeting for him um like unless you have that but no like when these guys could tweet and they have their phones 20 percent, they're gonna just tweet whatever the hell they want and you see the tank has to delete his tweets all the time because someone's like hey yeah. take that down you know what i mean so we just have too much access and not that i don't mind having too much access to fighters i think it's interesting but we have a lot of access to the fighters now and we gotta go you it takes you down a long road when these fights are getting made a lot of trash talking people just get frustrated with it and i think that we're at in a great year of boxing we're at the peak of frustration with the sport because you have Tyson Fury and Joshua talking and that fight's not happening. Uh, you have uh, Spence Crawford, like we said, not happening. and Tank, uh, Or it's happening, but it's just being delayed. Um, and then you have Ryan Garcia Tank. And it's like, you know, just you can only be built up for so long. And with these guys tweeting every day like this, it, it just it, the frustration is going to happen. And that's where we're at right now. I agree. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to have to disagree with you that this has been a great year for boxing. Only because it started off hot in the first six months. Listen, the first six months, that that that's the best six months trench that I've had as a boxing fan in my entire life. If we'll be honest, the last what four months, it's been a it's been a little bit underwhelming, man. I'll be honest. Maybe maybe I've 
enjoyed it personally with all my Dominicans, Dominicans having success. Yep. But well, you know, I, I, I'm a I'll, singular person. I'll put it this way. Right. We had a really good first half, and you're, you're agreeing with that, right? We had a really good first half. Absolutely. If you spread sure. that, I think that first half is better than probably most first halves of a year we've ever really probably had in boxing in a long, long time. If you spread that first half just throughout the year, you would say this is a good year in boxing. So we might struggle towards the end. We're definitely crawling to the finish line of the year. I'll give you that. But that first, you can't say it's a bad year when you had that first year, first half no, like that. No, no, no. I, I I just said it wasn't, it's not a great year. It started off great. Mm, now it's just a good saying. It's just a good year. Just just a good year. And so we're, we're crawling to the finish line. Yeah. I'm yeah. I, I say it's a pretty good year as well, especially with the fights that we have finishing off. Like, I mean, this Saturday is just fucking ridiculously stupid. I mean, you got the Wilder. Hellenius fight playing Morel. You got Michelle Rivera, Haney, and Cambosas. And then, uh, I mean, if you guys uh, are obviously watch, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. But, but see, but the thing is, I, I, I like to add context to things. Now, while the Hellenius, it's looked at as a mismatch, whether it is or isn't in the ring, that's that's a totally different conversation. Haney Cambosas, we saw it already, and it was a mismatch then, it's gonna be a mismatch now. And as far as the women. Fight. Uh, I actually, I, I don't really watch women's boxing, but these are two fights that I'm actually uh, invested in to some degree. So I will be watching. So th- those, I want to say that those fights are big fights. But again, I'm not really a women's boxing fan where I can tell you who was the last person each one of them fought. I can't tell you. You know. Yeah. Me too. So, yeah. Uh, let me. I think. This weekend isn't as big as people are trying to make it out to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm not just talking about this weekend. I'm also talking about, like, you know, after this weekend, um, who's fighting? Oh, Lomachenko's fighting. And then yeah, Lomachenko's fighting. Zurdo's, fight. uh, Zurdo. So I feel like those, the, just all those fights in general, I mean, they're entertaining fights. And I, I, I say people are going to tune in. And as long as you tune in, I mean, that's good I'm, enough. I'm going to add uh, this guy. I'm pretty sure this is clever, but he has a, a different name. So I might add him and then have to draw. I don't know who this is, but we're going to add him. Clever, that's you, right? Yeah, that's me. Okay. What's what's up with the name change, Clever? How can you have to make this so hard to know who you are? No, that's what uh, that's what everyone calls me. That's what Fast Fanon, Reeves? Yeah, Fanon dubbed that, and then everyone just calls me that now on YouTube. So oh, really? It I works. This. Okay. It works. What what does Bass yeah. Reeves mean? Bass Reeves is the first uh, Black U.S. Marshal. Um, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Django Unchained. Some of the uh, um, fictional stuff is based off Bass Reeves. It's because the mustache, I'm guessing. Yes, sir. Okay, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, I do. I do want to. Uh, Broadway. What were, uh, you were saying right now that um, the, this weekend is not as good as what uh, what people are making it out to be. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, have do you know anybody who's like? Making heavy debate points about Wilder Hellenius or Haney Camp. I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard nobody, and I don't mean a single person, talk about Haney Cambosos. I've heard people mention the Wilder fight. I've heard people mention the Wilder fight because a lot of people going, and you know, and and it's in New York, and it has a a decent undercard with Michelle Rivera and, and Plant Durrell. Uh, and uh, and uh, Russell and Rodriguez. So I hear people talk about that card a little bit, but I, I don't want to say this is a big week in a box. And it's like, damn, man, I got to decide which fight I want to see. And oh my God, it's like, 
These fights are not competitive. Danny Ramirez says Boxrick has Salinas number 20. And with Wilder coming off two losses, it's not a mismatch. That's a good point. I mean, we don't know what Wilder's going to look like in this fight. We have to realize that now, right? And Hellenius did look good the last Kanaki fight. Now, I mean, the first one, I thought he he hurt, he hurt landed power, but I thought he was kind of losing that fight. The second one, I thought he kind of looked a lot better. And I thought he looked a lot more coordinated. How, um, how old yeah. is Hellenius? Hellenius is probably like mid-30s to late-30s. I mean, let's look this up right now. Yeah, look that up. Look that up. I'd say he's probably about 36. I mean, he's been in a lot of, like, fights yeah. and shit. So. I feel like he's been yeah. around for such I a long he's, time. He's been yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's 36. I remember 36, 37, maybe. 38 years old. He's 38 years wow. old. Wow. There you go. So, But like, remember, he, it's heavyweight, though. It's heavyweight, remember? Like, you can you, you could be a little older heavyweight. No, nah, I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying, this dude, if, if your whole career you've never been the champion, I doubt you're going to be put up a championship caliber performance when you're 38. I don't know. It's, I, I don't look at this as a competitive fight. And shout out to Danny Ramirez. That's my guy. But he's a big Wilder fan. and, and uh, I like Wilder, too. Yeah, see, I, I don't. I'm not. I, I, I'm i a, I'm a Wilder hater. I don't like Wilder at all. <laughs> Why well, hate hater, though? Why not good. far? Well, hate is a strong word. I yeah, just, yeah, it's a little part. It's like I, I'm not a Wilder fan. How about that? That's probably a better That's word. fair. I mean, That's what's fair. it called? You know, we, you know, uh, our boy Box talk. You know, he's not the biggest Canelo fan, and you know, still much love for him. So it's all good, man. No, no, no. But I, see, uh, he's talking about Freddie. Freddie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Canelo for whatever reason. Like, I agree. I agree. And shout out to Freddie. Um, I got to meet him this past weekend over at Fundora. We met up and shit. Great guy. Oh, you, oh, you were there. Yeah, I was there. I'll be I at Wilder too. Should have rolled through. I should have rolled. You gonna be? I wish you did. You coming to New York? I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, shit. All right, so I'll see you there. You know what I will say about this weekend, though, Broadway, is two weekends ago, I didn't have one fight on my TV screen. There wasn't one fight to put on one of my TV screens, right? That's a horrible weekend. That's a horrible yeah. weekend in boxing. I'm going to have, like, five TVs going this weekend. That's what I want to see. I I, that, I understand there's nothing right like a, some amazing matchup. Besides, I think the women's fights does have two amazing matchups, in my I opinion, agree. right? It's but, just entertainment wise. Yeah, but I, I, there's going to be something to watch. And there's some name power. You know, Dante Wilder has name power, right? Uh, Michelle Rivera has some name power. Uh, Haney has Plant some name power. There's some uh, Plant Durrell is a, actually a pretty uh, interesting matchup. I, I think that there's enough here to keep my interest the whole Saturday. That's all I ask. That's all I ask as a boxing yeah. fan, honestly. I, I can't do this. You know, like when Hubank and Ben was canceled, it really, really really screwed my weekend up. It really screwed my Saturday. Me too, up. bro. Me and too. I don't like that. Don't screw my Saturdays. Give me Man, five cards because one gets canceled. I can't do this two-card thing. It's too risky. It's not worth it. <laughs> I skipped we the whole fucking cards. party for that shit, man. I, I was standing there at 11 o'clock. I had to hang out with my family. Do you understand? Dude, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. just ignore everyone and watch boxing. I had to hang out with my family. Yeah, and man, I really hope my wife isn't sure. watching this right now. That's I'll tell you that right now. I hope this is one she skips. Wait, does that, she that. watch your lives? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes she. Is she a in. boxing fan? <laughs> uh, no, she's kind of forced. You know what I mean? Like you, she's gonna pick something up. It's like if you don't like, like I don't know, say like your dad hunts and you don't like hunting, you're gonna know a little something about hunting though, because your dad's only talks about it all the time, twenty four seven. That's like what it is. Like she picks up things here and there. She's a real big fan of Ryan Garcia. Maybe a little bit too much of a fan of Ryan Garcia, in my opinion. But Man. yeah, I mean, she she knows talent, bro. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, I guess we can phrase it yeah. that way. It feels kind of it feels kind of funny too because like in my family I'm like the only real like 
kind of hardcore boxing fan because like all my family they just know like canelo and shit like that so it's kind of funny just to be the only one who actually knows all these fighters and that's why i usually just come with you guys and just talk about that shit because i have no one else to really talk about <laughs> yeah that's what boxing fans are that's what twitter boxing yeah. actually uh, twitter boxing is a bunch of guys that had no one to talk to um with uh danny ramirez says what do you think of michael coffee versus gergen hovenesian that's a good fight on the wilder hellenius undercard you guys are familiar with hovenesian uh, I'm not, but I'm not either. I'm not, I'm up right now. I want to. I want to talk about Michael Coffey, man. He's from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, and uh, you know I'm biased. But uh, I, I need him to get his CDL license. You know, just gets you know get, find a job with some good benefits. <laughs> like boxing is I'm sorry, he's not that talented. He gasses out like in the second round. Um. Yeah, but I don't think he's any good. He he looked interesting until the point where uh, Rice just used leg movement, and then you realize that Coffee was planted to the ground with his feet, and he was not going to be able to make up that space, and he was very slow with his feet. And you're like, yeah, this is a huge, huge weakness. If he's matched up correctly, like if someone that's going to stay on the inside with him, he's pretty interesting. I think he's pretty interesting. He makes he, he puts some interesting shots together. He's a little crafty. But as soon as someone can move around the ring, he is in trouble. That is a, he a gas- huge flaw. He, he has no gas tank. He ha- he, he, I, I, we need to check his birth certificate and make sure he's not Dominican because he'd be gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm not too familiar with that guy. But uh, he says uh, Danny says it's a tough fight for coffee. I mean, I imagine after that rice fight there, they didn't have too much faith in him. They, they try to give him a little push. I mean, they try to give uh, coffee a little push, and he just ran into rice, and that was trouble for him. But yeah, I don't know. It's a good weekend. What are we thinking for Haney? What are we expecting? Just tell me your what do you expect from this fight? Do you expect the twelve same round thing? snooze fest? Broadway. Uh, <laughs> I, I I hate to agree, but I, I you know if I if that's what happened in the first fight and he didn't push for the knockout or didn't try to open up and just use a jab, I think that's pretty much what's going to happen. I mean, unless Cambosos gets a little bit more aggressive where he forces Haney to open up. But uh, I, I don't think the fight's going to be much entertainment. One, because it's going to be one-sided. And two, just Haney just doesn't have power and seems content with decisions. What do you think, Clever? Yeah, he's going to put another hurt on uh, Cambosis. I do expect Cambosis to be a little more aggressive and, um, uh, yeah, just be more aggressive and, and kind of take more chances because he took everything on the f- uh, face uh, coming from Haney. Haney I mean, anybody um, takes punches from, from uh, Haney. I'm just being honest. He, he's, he kind of yeah. doesn't have any power. Yeah, for sure. That's okay. Um, what's that? He, he, he'll be all right, man. Haney's just got the game figured out at such a young age, man. He's really, really smart in there, so he he's a tough out. Um, if you ask me, I wish they w- wouldn't put all the fights on that. I kind of don't like it, all those fights on the same day, man, because like uh, Broadway, man, I don't care about women's boxing, man. Like, not at all. I'm sure I'm sure those fights will be okay. I'm sure they'll yeah. be fun. Um, yeah, I come from old school of thought, man. Just I ain't trying to watch women beat on each other, man. Uh, nah, I feel you, bro. I'm telling you right now, and I'm just gonna say right now, women's boxing is gonna be the biggest growth in boxing over the next like five years, and it, you can see the start of it this year. Like this year has been a huge push for women's boxing. In the next five years, like you're gonna see major stars come from women boxing. I'm telling you no, right now. 
I disagree with that, but okay. I'll I'll, I'll defer to you. I just clarify. <laughs> I just want to find one thing on uh on my take on women's boxing. It's just it hasn't captivated my interest. It's not that yeah. I did or anything like that. The only thing I will say, I know Amanda Serrano personally, so I do support her. Yeah, I like her too. Yeah, like again, we've known each other. We've known each other since we were 15, 16, probably, probably younger than that, honestly. But so, you know, with her, I, I may always make an exception. I watch all her fights. I support her. But again, uh, I, women's boxing just hasn't captivated my interest. I'm not necessarily against it. Yeah, you just you don't see the really like the star power yet. There's not the matchups there that really interest you. And that's what happens. And that's like, honestly, I always say this, but the UFC was not for women's fighting. Dana White literally said he's not going to ever have a women's fighting on the UFC. He said that. And then Ronda Rousey happened. Not on the UFC. She happened on Strike Force, And he bought Strike Force and brought her over and realized he had a star. A lot of the times, like, the stars of the UFC happened were, weren't because the UFC planned this. Like, it was kind of an accident or just kind of lucked into something. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, they were against it, too. They weren't, like, for women's fighting. Look but at how Ezra, huge it is for them Ezra, now. she lasted for maybe two years. Maybe yeah, but she was huge. I don't, but a star is a star no matter what. That was a huge Jeez, star. Man. She was a massive yeah. star, though. But, but that's all All MMA stars. They all fizzle out pretty quick. They turn them and burn them over there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, uh, there's a lot of times, too, like, you got to think, um, like, the, the thing is, like, with Conor McGregor, like, he was I take that back. Huge. 15 months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in that point though, like she was dominant, and she was a huge star. Like she was a huge star. I just, I, I mean, she was as big as any star that we have in boxing right now. Like that's just the truth. Of it. Like, I think I remember at one point people. Were I bet saying, you, I bet you, Broadway, and I didn't care. <laughs> Broadway, were you a fan of Ronda Rousey? Did you watch any Ronda Rousey fights? Oh, yeah. uh, I seen <laughs> a fight twice. No, I think once, and that was uh, when she lost to Nunes. Okay, so you cut it at the end. You cut it at the end. Yeah, but I was aware of... Uh, you were aware, right? Yeah, and I would see the highlights and stuff like that. But I never, I never like, oh, went to a fight party or, or bought a pay-per-view. Never. Not never. But then again, I'm not a big MMA fan in general. I'm yeah, a, that's true. That's true. That's true. I'm a casual fan. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I'll watch a fight here and there. I'm not, I'm not one of these boxing guys who hates UFC. I'm not one of those. But, you know, every now and then I watch. But the thing is, they do their fights on Saturdays. You know, I'm watching boxing on Saturdays. Yeah, actually, I think there's a UFC uh, fight this weekend, too, as well. Oh, shoot. That one's, that one's dry as fuck, though, man. Is it? It's not good? It's not good? Okay, when is... Nah. And I love UFC. I, I, when I is all, Oliveira's next week? Oliveira... That's Ma- next week, man. Next week. Nah, okay, I'm okay, definitely okay. watching that one, bro. That, I'm a big UFC fan. I... I would say I've I've recently become more of a boxing fan to be honest, but like I'm there. I definitely know my shit too when it comes to like MMA. So yeah, it's pretty cool over there. But right now, it's I just feel like boxing towards that to be honest right now. It's crazy because UFC is putting like probably one of their best cards, and it's going to be on at eleven o'clock in the morning uh, next week. Um, damn, that's eleven o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, because it's in Dubai. Oh yeah, um, that's in Dubai. But sometimes yeah, it's in they Dubai. do them like sometimes they do them later though. So. Damn, Andy was that early. Shit, hopefully, hopefully I don't have to work, but fuck it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's a lot of times, like, I, it's just like Broadway says, like, it's just not something that doesn't capture your attention because they just don't have the name power or doesn't have the matchup yeah. that gets everyone excited. But I, I did think that, like, I still think Serrano and Taylor 
is a strong candidate for fight of the uh, fight of the year. I, I really, I really believe. But, that. But, but like, can can we? I don't know. I just feel like it should be female fight of the year and male fight of the year. I, 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 I yeah, I mean, that. you could I, I you could do that too. That. I mean, uh, either way, it should, it should, then if it's there's, we're doing a separate one, then that's definitely fight of the year for the female. There's no, like, no, yeah, it's close. I, I agree, I agree. But like, you know what I'm saying? That how much better is that? I mean, whatever. I, I just think it's a different sport, man. They they fight in less minutes around, and they fight in less rounds. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's true. I think I, I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they don't do just the three minute rounds. I, I don't get yeah, it. Three twelve minute rounds. That's it. The only thing is, is that uh, women are actually more susceptible to concussions. That that's like a a, a fact. And uh, I guess they're trying to keep the sport safe for women. The WBC said that they'll never sanction a fight that's three-minute, 12-minute rounds. Three-minute, uh, uh, three 12 rounds for women that they'll never sanction it. Yeah, that's weird because that doesn't kind of doesn't make sense because there's not a lot of knockouts. And there's not like a – very rare, honestly, like knockouts. Well, it's probably put because of the way they have the rules. Oh, maybe. Okay, I guess what you're saying. I hear you're saying. Yeah, I don't know because I. What about? Uh, I always think about this when, uh, you know, they put like uh, the NFL. There's like all these concussions that are happening this year, and the, the you see like uh, Steven Espinosa was like, "Oh, it's so disgusting!" Like, you know, how could they let him to a play the next week after he got knocked out? And I was thinking about like all the prospects that they put in with a guy that got knocked out probably like five times this year, and they put him in there like not a care in the world for that guy. And I was thinking about when they put uh, Sinicia Estrada against the, uh, the girl who was just like a soccer mom. Like she had like, <laughs> remember that? And she put her out like in three seconds. A brutal, like oh, one of those brutal I, knockouts. Dude, I, I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you did. Like, they put her in. Like, the lady clearly didn't know how to fight. She had clearly like just like was doing like basically like a workout at LA Fitness for boxing. And she went in there and got knocked out like in 30 seconds. And I was thinking about like they weren't caring about concussions yeah. and uh, – no, and, and 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 they fucking they put on Rio versus Francisco Vargas. Bro. Yeah, not not even a thought process. Like that's just funny. That's funny to me. That's why I always think it's so hilarious when they like people complain about the NFL, especially people in boxing, promoters and network heads. Because I'm like, what are you talking about? I see this, I see brutal knockouts to guys that have been knocked out ten times like in the last two years. And- I, listen, man, I like to me Francisco Vargas needs to get his boxing license ripped up and then you throw him in against one of the hardest punching prospects in all the boxing it's like come on uh, I, I thought I, I I don't know if you remember lead up to that fight on my YouTube channel I was going crazy like saying this fight should not be happening and it ended in the first round knockout because I knew that's exactly what was well maybe not the round but I knew exactly it was going to be a mismatch and it happened just the way I thought it would you know what else fight I felt like that with? Um, and this guy wasn't even like washed or anything. I just thought like this the 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 skill level and what this guy was like so open to. I thought like it was like this fight shouldn't be sanctioned. Like it really shouldn't have been. It was Wilder versus Brazil. I always thought from like oh the beginning, I was God, like, man. Yeah, I thought like I was like, Oh, like th- like they literally like sanctioned something that could end very, very, very ugly because Brazil was like never that level of fighter. He was getting built up because he had like the football background. He's a big guy, but he was just like, I mean, that was just like a bloody meat in the water with a shark. I mean, that was, I, I knew that was going to happen. You, I, I wish I was just like a betting man and I would have just threw all my money on the first round because it was so clear that that was going to be a first round knockout. It was so yeah, clear. I remember, I remember there's like this funny story. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this one guy named uh, Brendan Chubb. 
Yeah, yeah, Brandon Schaub, yeah. I remember he was telling the story on the Joe Rogan podcast how he went to the fight and uh, he was going to, like, cut in between rounds to, like, talk about, like, a Showtime deal or something. And then obviously ended in the first fucking round, <laughs> and yeah, he didn't, he couldn't yeah he, he didn't get the chance to promote his uh, Showtime deal or something. And I remember he talked about like how he was sitting right beside um, Brazil's family, and he was like very close to celebrating, but then he just saw their family and he was like, oh shit, never mind. That knockout was brutal, and brutal, he's a big man, bro. so like yeah, when he brutal. knocked out, like it was, yeah, it looked like a tree he knocked falling. Him the fuck out. Yeah, that was a brutal knockout. Ha- has was- he has he fought after that? Yeah, he did actually. He had a really good fight with Wallen. Actually, that was like, actually oh, okay. a, a a pretty competitive fight. Oh, I didn't know that. Damn. Yo, Ezra, when you coming out to New York for a fight, man? Get on and a fight. I, I could. I, I tell you, I could barely go down the street in my from my uh, condo. Like I, I swear, like uh, I can't. Huh? Bring your girl. What happened? Bring your girl. Oh yeah, it's the baby. It's not that. It's not the girl. Oh, it's yeah, the yeah. baby. Yeah, it's the baby. It's like. Where are you from? G-Funky with a, uh, I'm from SoCal. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah so I'm yeah, yeah. It's it's the, it's Oklahoma. The... You're from Oklahoma? Yeah. How's it out there? How you like it out there? Shit, I mean, it's boring as fuck, bro. You don't really get to do much out here, you know? And the weather's always bipolar as fuck, so it is what it is. You, you always lived out there? <laughs> huh? You always lived out there? Yeah, I mean, I was born here, so yeah. Oh, I okay, mean, okay, okay. So, I mean, we travel yearly and shit, and like, it's a cool, like, four or five days and one vacation, but then you come back and you're like, God damn. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's home. So, you know, it's safe and shit. And, you know, I get to watch my fights and, you know, I'm always comfortable here. But I mean, I don't know, hopefully in a couple of years, maybe I can move out somewhere nicer and shit. But I mean, for right now, I mean, I like it. I mean, I've lived here all my life, so I'm not going to complain and shit, but like, it's cool. I mean, it's just like, there's nothing to do, man. You know, like, I mean, we have a state fair every year. But like that's literally it. <laughs> literally, bro. Man, man. I uh, we're about in Oklahoma, uh, like major Oklahoma. city. Oh, okay, I'm from um, I'm from Plano, man. Like right there in like Sherman and, and shit. So I grew up a big yeah. Boomer Sooner fan. We st- I spent a lot of time up there, man. Cushing, Oklahoma, Lake Texoma, just fishing, being crazy, going to casinos like every other weekend, getting fucked up. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, I'm from Texas, man. So like, that's that's home. That's home. Oh right? uh, yeah, I like te- I like yeah. Texas. I like Texas. It's pretty cool. uh, Definitely, I like Oklahoma a lot, man. In fact, you know, you asked me about Bass Freeze earlier. Uh, Ezra, that was his territory, man. The Comanche territory, right there, leads up all the way to Kansas and whatnot, but mostly Oklahoma, top of Texas. This has been a, a beautiful, informative podcast. Way more informative than I ever thought it'd be. But now we know who Bass Reeves is. We know where the area he roamed, and uh, I love it. I love what I love the, the turn this podcast is taking. I like that the homies from Oklahoma, though, man. So like, I spent a lot of time there, man. A lot of time growing up. It's fucking like you said. It's bipolar weather, man. It's like hot. It's cold. It's rainy. Then it's Literally, fucking bro. hot again, and then it's like some fucking tornado coming through, and you're like, what the fuck? Or I'm like tired, straight man. up, like we. we we get back to box. <laughs> we start, did we stir too far in Oklahoma? We did. I think we did. Yeah. I, think we did. <laughs> I think we did a little bit. It's all right. It was. It was a nice. It was a nice Eddie, turn. Like I said, Carlos from Carlos from Oklahoma. Next question. <laughs> Literally, bro. Although you're talking about the state fair. <laughs> the state fair was hilarious, though. Bro, because I was thinking like for every year. Carlos, go go to the Texas State Fair, man. That's the best one. You got two. That's two, Carlos. You That's go, two. Bro. You got in a year. That's two things you can do. Not in a year. even go to that shit either. 
That is funny. Uh, well, okay. What, what else we got happen? Oh, okay. What, what, what's your uh, thoughts on uh, Connor Ben Eubank? Should the fight have been canceled? Are you good with the fight being canceled? Go ahead, Broadway. I'll start off with you, Broadway. Absolutely, it should have been canceled. I mean, like that—that's a danger to both fighters. And and it, fucking Connor Ben is in a no-win situation. He wins, or oh, it's because you were juiced up. He loses. How the fuck you juiced up and you still lose? It it, it was a no-win situation. Cancel the fight. It, it should not be up to the fighters. It should be up to the commission. That's who it should be up to. And the commissions did the right thing in pulling the plug. Uh, that's what I would have done if I was the commission. And I'm glad the fight didn't happen. Uh, I do want to say, I do want to say this one one thing though, because I, I know the commission is going to get a lot of credit because they canceled fight, and it's the right thing to do. You're right. The commission was not going to pull this fight. They were going to actually go ahead with this fight that's until crazy it was released to the new a news outlet. This fight was not going to be canceled. They were going to have it, and the commission was going to be perfectly fine with this fight happening until a news outlet got it, and they knew that that was going to be bad media, bad press, and they, that's when they decided to cancel it. So oh. I do want to credit to them for canceling it, but there is that. That fight was going to happen. There's that asterisk. All right, all right. I yeah, see. Yeah. Uh, you you informing, with, informing me with this new news, but that's crazy that uh, – they knew beforehand and they didn't cancel it and that it wasn't reported to the media immediately. Pretty, pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually insane. And um, it's just funny. That it's just funny that whoever leaked it, well, they, they just ruined everybody's plans because uh, everyone knew about it. You know what I mean? Everyone knew about it. Whoever leaked it did the right thing though. What do you think, Carlos? You, did you want to yeah, see this bro. one go forward or? No, nah, I mean, obviously like entertainment wise, you know, and shit, it would have been nice because it was a big fight, but, like, nah, if you if you really care about the fighters and shit, like, it obviously shouldn't have gone on, like, as if Eubank didn't already have to drain himself to get the 157, and then only, like, rehydrate the 10 pounds, you're telling me that Conor Ben already has to, you know, use PEDs to his advantage, you know, like, nah, man, that shit would have been really dangerous, so, yeah, it's better to have canceled it, and maybe, maybe they can postpone it, but, you know, at, if Conor Ben doesn't get suspended for four fucking years, you know, we'll see. Well, so I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, 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 at first, when I heard the four years, I thought this is ridiculous. That's too much. Yeah, I thought, first time yeah, offender and everything. I'm, I'm going to change my opinion on this. I mean, I, I, yeah. I think you can't, they're always going to be ahead of the testing, right? That's what everyone says. They're never going to be able to, everyone that's like an expert on this says that the, 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 the new PED will always be ahead of the testing. They'll never be able to catch it. They're only catching a, like a barely scratching the surface on who they're catching. So if they can't keep the testing, can't catch up, right? And they can't even do consistent testing, and there's not money to do that. The one thing you could do is just make the punishment so severe that if you are doing it and you do happen to get caught, that the risk is so risky they could ruin your career. So I'm all for now the four-year suspension. Because they're not going to catch most of these guys. But if you do get caught and you're willing to take that risk, the punishment could make you lose your whole prime, right? It could make you lose your whole prime of your career. The most, and that's the only way to deter people from doing it. It's just making the getting caught just so damn risky for your boxing career. So I am all for the four year, I'll even, hell, do a 10 year, do a 10 year suspension. If you get caught, it's a 10 year suspension. Now, I heard someone say that. Yes, 10-year suspension for uh, – or four-year suspension for PEDs 
is good, but like if it's a weight burner, then make it less because a weight burner is just because these guys are trying to make weight or whatever. Make it a, 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 a less ex, uh, suspension for that. Maybe okay, possibly that's not that's not a bad idea. But I'm all for the long uh, suspension. What do you think, uh, Clever? What do you think about this whole everything that just kind of went down? <laughs> I laughed hysterically. You know, I never liked the fight to begin with. Um, I start I start pulling my blame at Eddie Hearn first. Like, what a loser, dude. You you got Connor Ben and you don't give him a, a contender to fight at the welterweight series, but you try to move him up to fight a sixty eight pounder. Just ridiculous, man. That's that's bad business. Uh, you know, as, as this happened, new information steadily came out, and and Eubank Senior was on this almost a month prior, saying boycott the fight, boycott the fight. Uh, he knew every like you guys are saying, everyone knew. Um, it's also historical fact, uh, the British Board of Commission or whatever, they, they have, they've allowed fights in years past. So not only did it get leaked to the press, they, uh, they had to do something, man, because they've let this happen so many times. Um, as far as suspension goes, I would say a full 365 days. You do it again. We could talk about three and five years, but um, the young man's image is ruined. And that, that's on Eddie Hearn, his promoter. And then he came out trying to protect it and, and to, to try to promote yeah, it still was, and keep that it going. That's, that's uh, it's bad business. And um, look, all four of us aren't perfect either. But um, since we do get to point the finger here, that, that's a bad look. And um, they deserve all that coming to them, man. You do, do wrong, you, get caught. That's what you get, man. Do, do you really think his uh, image is, tar- is tarnished forever? Uh, I don't, I wouldn't say forever, man, because, um, for us, uh, I'm going to use us for the example. We have to forgive him and try to move forward. That's only way yeah, we're going to be able to like look at him. But yeah, as far I think as if he like, comes back with an impressive performance, I don't think we're going to be talking about this. Like, I think it'll be brought up, but I don't think it'll be hanging yeah. over his head. No, I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, it also depends on who it's against though. That's, yeah, but I'm just that, saying though, like, okay, say he disappears for like Clever says one year, which I think is pretty probably likely one year suspension. And then yeah. he comes back and he knocks out just oh anyone. He has to get a tune-up, right? Knocks out anyone. I really don't think after that fight, I don't really think that that's going to be talked about a lot. I don't think people, I think people will use it like a boxing Twitter, like as jokes and stuff. But I don't think it's going to be like, oh, he, he, he's ruined. I really don't. I don't think that these things last long on fight. Yeah. I agree with that yeah, because sure. I'm just like, man, like he's so unproven. I don't care. Like whatever with this guy. You know how I feel about UK guys. Like whatever, man. But like you got to remember, like Luis Ortiz, I think what he failed two tests, if I'm correct. Luis Ortiz Damn. failed two tests. He failed one against Latif Coyote. I want to say he failed one before that. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But I know he failed one against Latif Coyote for HGH I, no, for PD for PD. And um, well, yeah, and man, I, he's fucking fifty. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Probably gonna get pissed about that. But uh, on, yeah. I'm, no, say, like, uh, I'm not. That's not a joke. Like that's real. Yo, he bro, needs that. Like that recovery. Shit. Stop that fucking racist shit, bro. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, no. you only because hey, he's cute. Hey, man. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Time out. I'm not going there. Don't yeah, stop. Oh, uh, nope. Why are you not going there? No other fighter. I'm saying that about all fighters who use PEDs. No, 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 no. no. Let he's me clarify. The no, he's talking about the age thing. He's talking about the age. Well, thing. oh, well, man. Look, first off, boxing aside. Guys do this normally and get prescribed this normally. It's for it's for recovery for old guys. No, no, for old oh, guys. no. He's talking about the ageism as far as saying that Lucy oh, lied well, about his age. Man, I don't care. About, I don't care about that. Like, I mean, well, he is, but like, I don't care about that. No, no, Whatever. I'm saying that. Stop. How do you know that? How do you know that? I'm looking at him, Broadway. He looks old as shit. 
Go look <laughs> at him in the first fight in Ortiz and look at him in his last fight. He looks significantly almost 10 years older. Uh, Granted, he's a boxer, I, but he looks old. I mean, you're right. I don't know how old he is, but I'm right, so damn well suspecting that he's older. No, listen to me. I'm saying – only people that they, y'all only talk about that shit with Cubans. Y'all don't talk about that shit. Brother, with brother, Cubans, brother, so stop brother. It. Stop nah. saying y'all, and you can just say me. But no, no, I, I, I'm I, saying I, y'all because it's been happening. To be, to be fair, clever. He, he, Broadway did, did call me out on this one last one too. So well, listen, that, that me, like listen, listen, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna say this about anybody. I don't care if they're Cuban. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're white. I don't care if they're Mexican. I don't care what they are. If you look older to me, like Triple G, for instance, I think he's fucking older than what he is. He's not Cuban. I, okay, he's being fair, Broadway. He's being fair now. I mean, like, yeah, that's how I said. So, like, no, what I'm saying is, like, dude, like, There's stop trying to put me. Well, you just heard it now. You, you just that. heard it now. You just heard it now. I'm a, hold on. I'm gonna look up your Twitter right now. See, I'm a, I'm a. No, man, I haven't. I haven't tweeted since spring, man. I'm off that shit now. You're, you're done, Clever. You're done with boxing Twitter. Uh, just about. Yeah, man. Wow. Just about. I remember. Uh, I remember one time uh, I took a little bit of a break from Twitter. It was on my old account, so you you won't find it. So I remember this one dude. He was the biggest McGregor meat writer, bro. And like he's like, he's gonna knock out Poirier. He's gonna knock out Poirier. And I was like, bro, just watch. Your boy's gonna get fucked up. And I remember, obviously, his boy got fucked up. I swear, like every fucking week, this guy was messaging me saying, "Fuck you. Where do you live, motherfucker? Where do you live? Let me come find you. Let me come find you." Shit like that. I'm like, bro. You should just. Bl- you, I hope man. you blocked him, man. I hope you just blocked him. I didn't even. Nah, nah, nah. Kept it pushing. Just kept it pushing. I didn't block him, bro, because I just. It was just so fucking funny to me. I kept trolling him, entertaining him, and it, like uh, he just kept getting so pissed off. It was. The I'm gonna. Shit ever. I'm gonna be uh, adding Frank. So Frank, can you hear me? Yeah, man. I, okay. I hear welcome. You. Welcome to the uh, <laughs> conversation. Up, What's up? How's it going, man? Welcome That's to the conversation. Uh, we're we're speaking on uh, you know, like the the PEDs and everything that you know that are happening in boxing. I was saying that I think a four year suspension is actually good because uh, wow. it's the only thing to deter a fighter from really taking it. Um, they're not catching these guys. They're not. They're, they're barely barely catching anyone, and that the punishments are light. These guys are just going to keep doing it. There's nothing to really deter them mm-hmm. from doing it. So I think a four year suspension uh, makes a lot of sense. You could take someone's prime away. You could take a huge part of uh, where they could collect a lot of money in their career away. So uh, that's the only way you're going to deter these guys from taking this stuff. What do you think? Uh, no, I think when there's so much money on the table, you're not, people would do anything for the bag. Never put it, never put greed. Greed will always win in the end. But that's what I'm saying though, right? That, that they would, that's what I'm saying. So you have to punish them because yes, they will do that. So if you're willing to do that, then fine, take that chance. But if you get caught, and it seems like only like they, most people say that these uh, PD tests are only IQ tests. If you get caught, then you got to pay the punishment. Yeah, but that'll never happen. So just cut. I don't. Well, I don't know. Connor, I mean, Connor Ben might get a four year suspension. I mean, that is on the table. And they but, might. It, don't don't forget they do make examples of people. And remember that, like I said, the commission was going to let this fight happen until it got reported right to a news outlet. If they were going to do that, right. then they know that they're going to. They are doing something for public image. They might really put uh, lay the law down, similar to um, I don't know if you guys remember the Plaxico Burr situation in New York, yeah, I remember. the gun law, I remember. and he shot yeah, himself, and they really yeah. threw the book at him on that one. That wasn't the standard the way they were handling that situation. They were using him as an example because he was a famous person who shot himself in the lake with a gun, and they used him as an example. Hunter Ben might be in that situation again, though. But you know, the British Board of 
uh, commissions there, they have a history of letting the stuff slide. So yes, Ezra, like they may use him for an example. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I mean, I mean hey, that's that's I, like I'd a death surprised. penalty though. You know, there should be levels and steps to. You know, you can't stop the man from feeding his family. You know, like you have you have to take that into account too. I know we want to persecute and and have witch trials and have a witch hunt and hang everybody, but I mean there has to be a a process. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna go through it, but if they, if he if he tests positive, he tests, he piss high, he piss high. I mean, that's just the truth of it. And you would say, yes, he has a you know he needs to um, provide for his family. Well, hell, if, if he's if he's on PEDs, he he might be taking someone's ability for providing for their family. I mean, if if he goes and puts a beating on Eubank and and he's he's on something, well, then he's taking someone's ability for providing for their family. But you know what I mean? That, so that would only be if uh, Chris Eubanks didn't. He was willing to. You fight him anyway, so you can't levy a harsh penalty if, if even the people that he's oh. going to face are okay with it. No, but you, no. you got to protect the fighter from himself. You can't let him make that decision. He goes in there, gets fucking paralyzed, God forbid, from an overhand right, and it's because the guy's juiced up. Like, come on, man. Nah. Yeah, but there's a lot of things we do that uh, we sign waivers, you know? Like, when you step in the gym, you have to sign a waiver. You know, it's like... Yeah, but not nobody... I understand. Huh? You, yeah, but the, the, is it? I'm talking about is something as official as this. You fighting somebody on testosterone or whatever the fuck he was on it, is is dangerous. And yeah, you and, could and, and, him, and, you have to protect the fighter from himself. But there, but there, to be honest, there there is no waiver for this. That that's the truth of it. Because the, I, if you remember the John Jones uh, Daniel Cormier situation, John Jones tested positive like the day before the fight. Um, DC said, I'll sign something. I'll sign a waiver. You know, we'll make this fight still happen. Th- th- that doesn't exist. There's no real thing on that because the commission is not a- at fault here. They'll get sued. The boxing, uh, the promoter will get sued. Or they will get sued in the fight if something like that happens and a uh, death happens. Or... I said Eddie Hearn, man. There's yeah, they're, they're, they're right at there. risk. So they, they can't say like, oh, together. we're going to still make this happen. They tried to make that happen because what they were going to do was not announce it, right? So technically nothing had happened wrong because no one knew of it. That's what they were going to try to do. But it, once it was out, it was out. They couldn't do it. They couldn't make it happen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's in a, a bad situation now. Four years, I understand that. When I first heard it, I was like, that's too much. Uh, obviously, that's too much. But now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, how do you get these guys to stop? It would have to be something that really makes you pay in your career. And again, like I said, when there's so much money on the table, nobody's going to stop. It's the difference between that. I said this. It, it was in jest. It was kind of a joke. But imagine if Ocampo had that, the, the funds and access to um, PEDs, you know, would he do him? Probably would because he would have KO'd that dude. You know, like when there's that much money ahead of you, you can never put past what people are going to do. And that's on people on yeah, your team. But that's why you have rules, though. That, that, but that's why you have rules and law sets. If I don't have, if I don't have a speed limit, people will probably go 150 miles per hour on the freeway. Yes, I agree with you on that. People will, yes, people will push the limits. That's why we have rules and laws. And if one guy goes 150 miles per hour, and then I start going 140, I say I'm cool with him going 150 miles per hour. It don't matter what I'm cool with. It's still a law that he's breaking. So that yeah, I understand. Yes, people are are willing to take something really far when money's involved. That's why we have laws and limits and regulations. The only and thing why- that would have to happen would be fighters or managers or people not wanting to work with him anymore they will set the precedent you know that a fighter say hey i'm not fighting that cheat but we've seen it with shakuri he knew valdez was dirty and he still fought him called him a cheat and everything but you know what i'll still fight you 
That's why the you, commissions have to step in and get involved. Like Broadway said, you can't leave it on the fighters. You can't leave it on the. See, the thing is, the thing is, like, uh, and, and Clever was saying, like, oh, it's Eddie Hearn's fault, right? Is it blaming on him? Eddie Hearn is is the thing. What people don't realize is these dudes are just businessmen. They're just trying to make a dime. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all these guys are trying to do. They are not here to regulate the sport. They are not here to put rules on the sport. The promoter, that's not his job. He's not there to deflate. He's there to promote. He's there to create something bigger. And if people are surprised that he lied, like why do you do you not? Do you think when you go buy a car, you don't think they're <laughs> lying to you? You don't think that they're uh, curbing the truth to get you to buy the cars in front of you? Of course, you have to know what you expect when you talk to someone. A promoter is a liar. That's just the truth of it. That's the truth of it. They have to. They have to bend the truth to make it sound like this is you know oh this is the biggest fight in British history. I have no idea if that's true. I have no idea. There's probably no facts beyond that to back that up. But that's what he has to say. So I'm not going to hold a promoter because I know what the promoter is going into. I never have hold him in high regard. Right? He, you're, trying he to, you're trying to kill the man. You're trying to kill no, I'm not man, trying to kill the man. <laughs> what I'm saying is the commission did their job I'm because kidding. that's what you know. No, I get you. But the commission did their job. That's what we did. The steps here is not the promoter to do this job. The promoter's job is not to stop a fight. He's to make it happen. The network is trying to make a fight happen. The commission did its job only when it was forced by journalism to get the, that broke the news to force the commission to do its job. The, the big problem is funny that everyone's like on, oh, Eddie Hearn and the fighter. The damn commission was going to let this fight happen. They knew about it. They're, that's the biggest problem. No one realizes it's going on in the, the British boxing is the commission was going to let this fight happen. And everyone's saying about Eddie Hearn and the thing. He's a promoter. He's trying to make money. Of course he's going to do that. Uh, Eubank, of course he was going to allow it to happen because he was trying to miss on that payday. Connor Ben, of course he's going to cheat because he's trying to get paid. The one thing that's going to happen here was the commission was going to let this fight happen. That's the craziest part about it. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, bro. That's really, really fucked up. I mean, yeah, and the fact that they pulled out was definitely because of the whole publicity and how much backlash they were getting. They're like, all right, you know what? Yeah, we're just going to pull out. So, yeah, I think that's honestly just disgusting, just in general, to be honest with you. Man, Eubank, you said the bag right there. He should have sued his ass for a breach of contract. And get some some restitution for for breaking the rules and taking steroids, and then, I mean, he did sign himself to uh, get to fifty seven pounds or whatever. But just yeah, breach so, a contract, dog. Fuck all a, of that, man. Like, so that's a, like that's I a, said, Eddie's ruined. That's a good man. point. That's a good point, clever. And uh, that actually has had there. So I guess there's precedent. And this is not something that I, I knew in my head. I heard someone else talk about this. So uh, Deontay Wilder, and I want to say it was Pavekin. I, I I could be wrong, but uh, I believe Pavekin. Uh, Tested positive going into a fight with Deontay Wilder. Is you guys? Anyone yeah, remember I remember that. This? Yeah, yeah. and the judge thing? threw it out. Yeah. Yes, because that. they threw it out because they said that taking a PED is not a breach of contract. So I guess there would be precedent of that not working. But Deontay Wilder did try to do that. He did try to say, "Well, he screwed up my payday, so I want to get paid. I wanted him to pay something for that." But they said that that wasn't um, a breach of contract. So I don't know. There, there would be a, you know, if there's a case. The uh, case. What is it called? The case sample of that not being able to work. But that was brought up, but that is an interesting point to you know going after someone saying like, hey, you know, we we signed a fight, a clean fight, and you you didn't come in and honor the deal. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, man, <laughs> forget those UK guys, man. They don't even support this channel, man. I don't want to talk about them no more. <laughs> I, don't I don't wonder. Talk about, I don't want to talk about these guys no more, man. I need some. I need what? some UK. <laughs> nah, the part, the funny part is, is that like I wanted Eubank to win that fight too, just because like. His personality is pretty funny, and I'm always gonna fuck with someone who's like a, a funny guy. And like the whole lead up, he was just like 
trolling the hell out of it, Ben, saying like, oh yeah, I'm not even taking you serious, bro, and shit like that. So I actually was rooting for him, but I thought Ben was going to win, so... No, Carlos. No, he wasn't gonna win, man. I, I kind of thought Ben was gonna win too. Yeah, I, I thought Ben was gonna win, bro. Wow, wow, oh, as well. wow. Why? I, I, mean, I thought that Ben's. Uh, you got to think like to me. I mean, Eubank has never really uh, risen to the moment that much. I mean, he has a win like against Liam Williams, but even the second half of that fight, he was kind of dogging it out. Like he he was really kind of tired and just kind of using his tricks to survive and i thought connor ben the one thing about him is he's kind of consistent throughout a fight and he's kind of consistent with the speed and power and he's he's a little more skilled and craftier than people give him credit for um i think it's a lot of times like perspective um of you know what they what they what he when he started he was just kind of like similar to you bank but right now more recent is he was just kind of like no, famous no, guy's no. son Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you go there, because yeah, you, I remember I was watching a video when you were breaking your uh, pre-fight breakdown of it, where like, how do you think was gonna win? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of in the comments messing around. Actually, man, you know, like Carlos, I, I like Eubank too. Um, he's really got skin in the game, man. He, like you say, he does have a famous dad, but he put all that behind him, and he's been in America way before even uh, the the Roy uh, connection. Yeah, and um. He beat one of my favorite guys, like James DeGale. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been in, he's just been in some wars. He he beat a formidable Groves, I, I think and then he lost with UK guys. I, well, no, James DeGale came. Favorites. No, no, James DeGale comes from a different era, man. This current era is all trash, man. All trash. But okay. uh, I mean, Fury beat the shit out of Wilder. He's- well, all they got is Fury, uh, a Sonny, and a Josh Taylor. Anyone else is completely unproven or and or not good. Shit, that, and that, my that that's my that's, that's a that's good my trio opinion. to have. That's a good trio to have compared yeah. to us, where from anywhere between one twenty two all the way up to a heavyweight, we got I, the fucking dudes. Yeah, whether that's I, American or Mexican, out of such a way bigger population. I see. I mean, um, if one of your favorite fighters is literally Tyson fucking Fury, I mean, if one if one of your countrymen is Tyson fucking Fury, I think that's good enough, man. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's just with Tyson Fury and Josh, yeah, just that alone, those, just those two right there. That's enough for, you know, for a country to be well, well represented in in, in in the state in the sport. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, people are gonna have their preferences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a preference. I don't think it's a true statement. You can't call them trash, but. That's just your I preference. definitely think they're trash. That's a preference. <laughs> but but let, 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 let's move on to the topic, man. I've been patient. And, and, and Ezra, you lucky I like you. When the <laughs> fuck are we going to start talking about Carlos and Diamonds? When is... Ah, oh, shit. Woo! About to walk off this shit, man. Let me, let, me tell you right, let me tell you right here, bro. I'm curious what your so opinion is on man. this. Do you think... And it, it paid off. It was a, a the, it was a beautiful performance. It was a performance that got everyone excited about him and Charlo. I really believe that. I really believe he cornered Charlo to where if Carlo, Charlo's not going to move to 168, there's really no excuse not to fight Carlos Adamas in January. I really think that that fight could happen. It should happen in January or February. Makes a lot of sense to me. Did you think that was a huge gamble he took going for the stoppage in that round? Um, Nah, he heard him. He went in for the kill and he got it. You weren't yeah. worried about his gas tank, though, after that? Like, if he doesn't get that stoppage, are you worried about his gas tank after that? I mean, that it, that didn't pass through my mind, to be honest with you. That okay, okay. That wasn't 
I, I was just like, oh, get the stoppage, get the stoppage, and he did. So Man, he's looked better and better since the Texera fight. If you watch him fight Texera, right, you watch that fight, he looks nothing like that fighter anymore. And he he completely is like tightened up all his game. He's a way better boxer. He's even better than – I thought that performance was better than even the Dervichenko, and that was a good performance for the Dervichenko one. I thought he looked better. I thought he looked tighter. He fought Southpaw. Like, he just did a bunch of stuff that I really liked. I, I really – I'm really high on him right now. I really Bob, am. Bob, Bob Santos is, is – he's a fucking beast when it comes to training, man. I do you, like that guy. You see how sharp he got these Dominicans fighting? Uh, hey, man, he, he's, he's in a, for trainer of the year. He's an honest trainer. That's what I like about him. And I was there live for that. So, like you said, Broadway, yeah, he heard him. It reminded me of um, Del Santos and um, Rayo. You know, Rayo was beat before he even knew it and got caught and then got pounced on the, the bad thing about both of those guys, I mean, the Dominicans, what they're bringing, they're bringing straight heat, straight power. And those guys just got caught, man. Like Montiel, like it was really the first two knocks that stunned him. And it, before he could even say, Oh shit, he was getting his ass beat on. So he went there no, and did it, man. Broadway. Maybe I'm interpreting this wrong. I remember you told me this story, but I'm just, would you say the Santos kind of make like strategic moves to get all these fighters under his, uh, basically as the head trainer to all these Dominican fighters. Not well. I, I, I no, no. I, I, I think, I think, uh, and I wish San, I had Santos on my channel before, and I'm also gonna have him on. This yeah, one, he's coming up this Wednesday, so I'm gonna try to see if I could get something out of him. But uh, to be honest, it was really more Isma Salas who. Fucked everything up, right? So Ismael Salas was when when uh, Garcia got the fight for Colbert. He was in Scotland training Rubesi. Now when Garcia is training for Gutierrez, he's he's in Japan with Ioka, and then allegedly I haven't confirmed this, but allegedly he wanted to stay an extra week in Japan because his wife is Japanese and he wanted a vacation out there. So it's like you obviously not prioritizing the Dominicans. All right, so there's that. But even with all that, uh, once he came back from Japan, the Dominicans was like, yo, we're just going to work training with you, and Santos is going to be our strength and conditioning coach. Ismael Salas was like, cool, but he had some beef with Santos because uh, Santos wasn't taking them to the gym. He was taking them to other gyms, and he wanted them to train in his gym for whatever reason. So, okay, but th so th you see what I'm saying, though, about the strategic moves, maybe. No, no, but, but how is that strategic? Well, from, uh, uh, again, I, I only have Salas' side. I don't have Santos' side, so I'm just saying. So what, what Salas says that when he approached Santos, and be like, yo, you got to have to train them in my gym. I want to train them in another gym. In other gyms, Santo, he said that Santos told him, he's like, yeah, but your wife is not letting me bring in my sparring partners. And he says that he doesn't understand why he said that because his wife would never let him never do that. She would let it, anybody bring in sparring partners as long as they, you know, they, they coordinate with her. And he said that, whatever. So when he got back to, uh, to uh, Las Vegas, all the Dominicans is like, yo, we're going to train with you. All right, cool. And he said, all right, listen, y'all train with me. But I don't like Santos, so when y'all do your strength and conditioning with him, do that outside of my gym. You could do that outside, and then you do your boxing training here. Cool. And that was it. And then he changed his mind. Last minute, he was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. 
all of y'all, anybody who, who 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 was training with Santos won't be training with me. That's it. And, and, and so he was the one who cut it off. So people make it seem like, yo, Santos snaked them. Bro, you, you dropped them. Like, what do you want him to do? Not train with the guy who was training them while you were away? Yeah, so I, I don't want to say snake. I wasn't going like as far Appreciate as that. Appreciate like, that nugget. That's good information. Yeah, it is good information. And I don't say I won't say snake. I don't think snake. I think that Santos kind of was like, these guys ain't getting the full attention here. These is a good stable of fighters. I think I could train them. I think that the sparring, as far as like, oh, your wife didn't let the people come spar here. I kind of think that was just him kind of making that move, right? To take him to other gyms, get him sparring. He, he was kind of making his move. I, to me personally, I don't think it's Snake, though. I think it's, uh, he saw fighters that weren't getting attention. He didn't really get along with this guy. So he was like, well, I'll, I'll just kind of, if they're not getting attention here, then I'll take them somewhere where they could get attention. I think that's what happened, personally. And I think that he made it in a way where Solace just, whether Solace really said get out of here or those guys just all said, no, nah, we're just going to stay with this guy. Because I think there's a good chance that that happened as well. And Solace is just kind of trying to, uh, you know, cover himself a little bit, make him, you know, not, not make it look like a bunch of guys abandoned him. No, no, I, I can, I can confirm that it was Salas who dropped him. I'm who telling else? you, I'm not There's telling other you. guys that said, other guys that said, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay. bro. I'm not, I'm not gonna say nothing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get you. You, you know, I'm a legit. Swimmer. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Make shit up. It was Salas who dropped the Dominicans. It wasn't the Dominicans who left him for Santos. So when people talk shit about Santos, I take it personally because I know for a fact that it wasn't them that left for him. He did but, not but, steal those fighters. But it doesn't matter. Like to me, I, to me, like I don't understand the negative because there's no snake. It's it's two guys. Why one guy's a trainer, the other guy's a trainer. Uh, if one guy leaves you to go train with someone else, it's not a snake move. It's just like, hey, I'm doing something myself. I have aspirations. I'm not going to play second fiddle. Some guys are not meant to be assistant coaches. Some guys are not meant to be this. They're meant to be head coaches. Or if a head coach leaves and goes and takes a quarterback with him, I don't think like, oh, he snaked him. I just think, hey, look, at that's just what happens. Salas has a lot of guys. And that's what I'm saying. So I don't want you to think I'm saying like negative or something like that. I don't think negative. I just think he's a guy that saw that he could do this job and he thought saw this stable and was like, Yeah, I, I can make this happen. And if this guy's not gonna give him attention, I'll give him the attention they need. And look at it, it's worked. And, and, and look, he look how he got these Dominicans fighting. They look, yeah, it's, 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 it's it seems like the right decision, right? It seems like the right, uh, everybody made the right move. Yeah, he, are they look, all with him, Broadway? No, not not every Dominican, but there's all the Dominicans that were training with Silas are now training with him. But look at this, he was. When Adamas was fighting with with Salas, he was fighting Orthodox. I don't know what went to which. I'll I'll get I'll get that info Wednesday, eleven a.m. Pacific, two p.m. Eastern. When I interview Bob Santos, so for those of you not subscribed to my channel, go run to my channel, hit that subscribe button, bro. Wait, like you and subscribe. Hey, so, Broadway, real fast, man. Hey, I've been repping your ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I said I've been repping you, bro. I've been every time I'm on the YouTube channel, uh, Broadway Joel, Broadway Joel, go check this stuff out. I appreciate, no doubt, it. I no appreciate doubt. It. And I got to say this too, because I'm about to get up out of here. Uh, you, you're the one who introduced me to Fred, man. Like over a year ago, we were doing like a late show like this, and yeah, me and Fred, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Since that moment, man, I've always pretty much been kicking it with Fred. Like we, I, I see him everywhere, man. I see him um on a lot of familiar channels and stuff and he's very well liked within the youtube boxing community and fred was talking about you too ezra um he didn't know that i knew you too and i was like yeah ezra's just the man too he's just doing his own thing but freddie really he encourages you to uh stick more out there ezra because he likes your opinions 
Yes, so. it's impossible not to like Fred. I'll tell you right now. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm like I'm far as like boxing on YouTube or anything like that. He's one of the coolest guys you can you can meet. And Broadway introduced me to him too. So yeah, but um, it's really good to hear you guys' voices. Shout out to the panel, Carlos and Frank. I'm gonna go hey, uh, go ride the dogs. And uh, Carlos, man, enjoy that Oklahoma, Oklahoma dog. Nah, man, you too, bro. For real, how's it going? Peace. Much love, though. Much love, guys. Later. Peace. Sure, man. Have a good one. But yeah, that's that's man. Well, I'll tell you right now. Like Santos is, he's in a good spot, and I Dominican boxing is in a really good spot. And we always talk about this Broadway, but it's like insane. It's an insane run. It's just yo, really bro, insane. it's insane. It's like yo, we don't lose. Yo, Dominicans run boxing, and then this weekend we got Michelle Rivera fighting. He gonna he gonna knock this dude out, and it's gonna be another win for Dominicans. When does the uh, mini Pac-Man fight? He got ordered to fight a uh, knockout Freshmark. Yes, WBA super champion. So they're currently in negotiations. It, I, I'm thinking it goes to purse bid. To be honest with you, because uh, um, neither fighter I could see wanting to go to the other guy's home country. It's a matter of who's gonna pay more. Uh, that that's just that's not a source of me. That that's me just my opinion. I'll be honest with you. If all four of us just put our money together, we might be able to bid for that fight. That 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 can be over like <laughs> ten grand, honestly. So listen, if, if that fight's in DR, I might fly out there, man. And I, and oh, I, that'd be you, what you do if you do that is you got to film it. You got to do like a live vlog of you in DR for a fight. Now, all right. So let, let me break some news now. Let me, well, I mean, it's not really breaking news. But it, it's something that I'm in the works of doing. I'm trying to I'm trying to get the English commentary for Sean uh, promotions in, in DR. So they'll fly me out, put me in a hotel. I do the English commentary for their fights and fly back. That's sick. Are you you're, you're really in talks cool. to them to do that or what? So I know somebody who knows the promoter, and you know what's funny? It's like I had seen her in Florida when I went to go cover the event. And I and I had this idea. Well, not really. I, I it, it, this idea was floated to me recently. I have contacts to her, but I'm just kind of like embarrassed. So somebody I know who is intimate with the promoter is like, "Don't worry. Next time I see them, I'm gonna put the word in for me." And this dude, he's a really really good talker. Like this dude could sell, you know, ice to ice in a winter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, he's like, I got you, bro. Don't worry. And I'm like, hey, man, if you can make that happen, I, 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 I I'll love you forever. And we'll, we'll see, we'll see. You will That's literally, really literally, literally be the voice of Dominican boxing. That would literally become like that's a full that's full, that's full that's everything that that could come. That would literally what you would be if yeah, you could commentate Dominican cards like that. Yeah, man. I I, I hope so. I mean, it wouldn't be for every fight, obviously, because yeah. Our work schedule is is hideous. I'm at work right now. I'm telling you, do a if you go to for Dominican card though, and you, you go there, do a live vlog of it. Not a live vlog, just do a vlog of it. Record, it, film everything you're doing, because that'll be really interesting. I will. My, my, I feel like I've hogged up enough. No, 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 you don't hog up anything. I, I want to hear Carlos and uh, Frank's take on on uh, Dama's performance, bro. I saw that fight and like I told you, I thought honestly that was gonna be a decision that Donovan should comfortably wins nine to ten rounds. When I when I saw that shit, man, and he fucked that boy up in three rounds, bro, I immediately just thought in my head, bro, this dude's gonna beat Charles' ass, bro. That's what I said. I don't think Charles is gonna fight him though. 
because he doesn't like fighting good fighters. So, yeah. That part. <laughs> Bro, nah. Ezra and Broadway Joel, they know how I feel about Jermont Charlo, man. That's what I'm going to say, too. What you think, Frank? What you think of the Carlos Adamas performance? I, he stole the show. Obviously, everybody was buzzing, you know, what he did. So, I mean, it was a good performance. You know, he was, I mean, they were booing at first, but uh, he obviously came Bro, to fight. Oh, that motivated him. Yeah, I mean, he came to fight. He did He did what he had to do, you know. But that guy was limited. I don't know if it's a good measure uh, against Charlo, but I'm not too high on Charlo anyway. I mean, he has as good as, who has a better shot uh, against Charlo than him? I mean, if Charlo were able to choose his opponents, I think one of the last guys on his list would be this Adamas guy. You think he's saying, yeah, man, let's get him right now. I think he has to be questioning it. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough fight, and it's it's uh, um like of, of, of his options, right? We got to think of Charlo's options. He would think maybe after this weekend, the plant Doral winner. Well, I think plant, but but just say plant Doral winner. You got Benavides. Uh, he's hoping Canelo comes, right? But that's just like a hope. It's whatever Canelo decides at that point. And then it'd be, and then it'd be Adamus. So you know, Adamus of those guys isn't the name, right? But he's the guy that's in your own weight class. So that's like the pros and cons of it. It's like, okay, I don't have to go up and fight a big guy at one sixty eight. I can fight a guy in my weight class. He's gonna be a tough fight. He's not gonna be the biggest name that I have as an option. It's it's he's in an interesting spot. He's a, Charles in an interesting spot. I think he has to. I think that the Domus fight will happen next. I think that is the fight they go in this direction because Benavides is gonna have a fight coming up. He he's not gonna fight Charlo next, obviously. A uh, plant has a fight right now. How long can Charlo wait? He's already been out for a while. Got sustained that injury if that was a real injury because uh, to cancel the Selecki fight. I think Adamus is a fight that has to happen, honestly. Yeah. I, I think that's a fight that has to happen. Now, I don't know if Char- I don't think Charles is afraid to fight anyone. I, I really don't. I think he got 160 pounds and there was no one there. That, that's just the honest truth of it. There's no one there at 160 pounds. There's no, nothing to make happen. There is finally a fight there to make happen. If he doesn't take this fight and he still fights a Selecki or fights another guy that we I've never heard of and doesn't fight Adamus, then I'm going to start being really suspicious of him. So I'm going to give him the, the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say that he's going to be willing to take a fight, a tough one, against Adamus. No, and, and and the reason why this is a tough fight, obviously, we we literally just saw in his last fight why this would be a tough fight. But uh, to add on top of that, it's like, all right, like, do you prepare for a southpaw? Do you prepare for orthodox? Like, I, I don't know. Like, if you were in his camp, what are you preparing for? Because his whole career, he's for orthodox. And then in this last fight, he fought southpaw. <laughs> like, and he looked sharp. And he looked sharp. He looked he, really he, sharp. Yeah, he didn't look like a a, a, a orthodox fighter fighting southpaw. He yeah, just looked, yeah. He looked like a southpaw, and he had he's that right hook was fucking vicious. Uh, man, I, I I he put up a great great performance, man. And and again, he he won the WBC interim belt, so meaning he's the mandatory. And if uh, Charlo decides to move up, he gets elevated to full champion. So. This was a big win for him and a big win for the Dominican Republic. Who and, is ranked below him? And that, and that uh, I'm looking up right now. I'm looking up right now. I believe it's Munguia. It's who? Oh, um, Munguia? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. That'd be right. Because Munguia that'd turned be down that elimination too, right? fight. Yeah, Munguia biggest duck in fucking boxing, man. The Munguia fight him. The thing is, is I like Munguia too, man. Like, his fighting style is entertaining. And, uh, it's, actually, it's actually pretty interesting. Adamus... Munguia, who would probably turn down that fight, and then you have Eubank uh, Jr., and then you have Murata. It's actually not a bad names for Adamus if Charlo turns this fight down because him and Eubank is pretty interesting. 
uh, Murata is still, you know, I think a fight that Adamas would win, uh, but still tough fight, interesting fight. And then you got Dervachenko, which is obviously not going to, you're not going to get to that point. Yeah, he already um, beat Dervachenko. Yeah, he already beat Dervachenko. That's what I'm saying. So you're not going to get to that point. But uh, Eubank, you know, so you got Magia, Eubank, and Murata. Those are all interesting matchups if the troll fight doesn't happen. I'm going to say the troll fight happens. I think Charlo vacates. That's just my opinion. And then goes and fights what Benavides or Plant? Uh, some random guy. Yeah, I agree with him. I think I don't think he fights Adamas. I don't. I I don't have any proof of uh Charlo ducking anyone. I'm gonna say that right now. I don't think Charles ever Bro, ducked anyone. Even and if- he was he was gonna fight Canelo. Like that's that's we know that's gonna happen. You know that. I yeah. mean, you knew that was that he was really gonna fight. He was gonna fight Canelo. Now, was he gonna fight Benavides? And like we already talked about it, the excuses they had for why he was gonna fight Benavides. But the honest truth, if he he just been honest with himself and just said, "Hey, the guy's 168 pounds. I'm 160." That that's a good enough excuse for me. I'm like, yeah, I can't force you to go up and wait just because I think that you should. Now, at the end of your career, if you don't have the notable names and you never went and searched for them, that's on you. Yes, but I'm not gonna say he ducked. Right, I, I think at 160 pounds, I, I don't see him ducking anyone. He fought Dervachenko, that was available to him. He's fought everyone that's been available, there just haven't been any names available to him. That's just the honest truth of it. Yeah, I, mean, bro, I think yeah. it makes more sense to go up and fight a bigger fight if yeah, it was uh, Caleb yeah. Plant. That would put more pressure on um, Canelo if he goes up and gets a win like that, just from a boxing strategic point, you know, and then get Adamas the belt, and then he would be at what 160. Who Adamas? If if uh, yeah. Charlo gave up the belt, but yeah, he'd yeah, have to fight a, a a title. I mean, it'd be for a vacant title, right? So I, I think Broadway says he no because he's interim. He just becomes a champion. Oh, okay, that's that right. Kind of similar right. to uh, yeah, Charlie right. Webb, Janet Beck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You joined that email that that email club. I'm telling you, that's a that's a good club to be in right now. So maybe it looks like Adamas. Maybe um, is Fida? They're promoting this guy Fida's cash. Um, oh yeah, back- Fuse Cash is. Uh, let me see where he's ranked right now. Oh, Adamas will fuck him up. I think so too. I think so too. <laughs> I, no, Felix Cash is. Uh, so okay, let's just go through the middleweight division. You got Janet Beck at WBO. Uh, Mung- you're gonna hear Mungia's name a lot. He's number one. Chris Eubank is number two, and then Falcoa is number three. Then you got Golovkin IBF. You have Falcoa number one there. Uh, Zarafa is number two, and uh, Patrick, uh, some German guy, is number three. And then you got uh, I want to pronounce his name. I don't even want to be disrespectful like that, but I, I can, literally cannot. It's uh, Wojcicki, I think. Wojcicki, I'm gonna say. WBC, you got Charlo. That would be the one Adamas takes his interim. Magia, and then you had WBA, which is an interesting one because if Golovkin goes the uh, PBC route, he will fight Laura, who is the um, what is he? The Reggie, I guess, the super champion, or yeah, regular champion. So he would fight Laura, and then that would set up a. Uh, Possible Charlo matchup if Golovkin goes that direction, the PBC route. But if Golovkin drops this, Laura would become champion, and then they would probably make Charlo versus Laura. So that's the one thing that could kind of screw over Adamas, and it's the situation is if Golovkin drops that belt. Yeah, just because Adamas, I mean, there wouldn't be enough money for that fight at this moment. For who? For Charlo. No, there's money there because if they're going to make Selecki, I mean, I don't think. Adonis I mean, no, I'm saying not if there's a bigger money fight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, going yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Like if you, yes, yes, there's a bigger money fight, or if Golovkin comes, you know what I mean? Then obviously that. Would and then it would just make money. more sense because then they could put another uh, PBC guy in uh, as a belt holder. Yo, and, and I don't understand why if they're having problem with Jamal selling tickets, 
yo, bringing that fight to Brooklyn against Adamas, let's say he does take the Adamas fight, which 90% of people don't think is going to happen, but let's just say he does. Uh, yo, in Brooklyn, uh, first of all, it's uh, New York. We, if it's a good fight, we'll show up, and that's a fucking good fight, whether you're a fan of you, no matter what fighter you're a fan of. And then there's a lot of Dominicans here in New York. We'll, we'll pull up for a championship fight, and, and especially they got me now. That's what I try to tell people. Yo, these Dominicans, they me now. Yo, you know what's funny? I, D- <laughs> I, I, I DM'd a few Dominicans. Yo, and I made them all buy tickets for the Wilder fight and just telling them, yo, support Michelle, bring your flag. So I got like five people going that wasn't going to go. You know what I'm saying? It's smart. It's smart. And then you're going to see the flag on TV. You're going to be like, look it. They're coming. They're coming. Honestly, that's that's what happened. Like, that's literally Golovkin's thing with like the uh, Mexican style and all that. That's literally how this like started. And it literally started with like the whole Mexican style, and there was getting like a little Mexican fan base in LA when he started fighting, and it, it like blew up into like where he was a credible yeah. opponent for Canelo. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of the dudes even bought a Michelle Rivera sweater, and he said he's gonna wear it there. I, I guess Michelle Rivera has a has a a brand deal with some uh, FTRW, whatever brand that that's called. And he bought a, a Michelle Rivera sweater. He says he's gonna wear it. And then he gave me the idea. He's like, yo, start a Facebook group called Dominican Boxing Fans where we plan to buy a whole section. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. So, a bad idea. That's my point. I'm like, I'm trying to tell people. When people tell me, yo, Dominicans don't sell tickets, I'm like, they got Broadway Joel now. Like, it's good. things are going to change. The same way the things are changing in the ring, how we fucking shit up, things are going to change on the box office too. And, 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 don't worry, that's gonna be part of my legacy. Broadway is putting the Dominican boxing on his back, I, 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 like in, in, a way, in a way that I, I have not seen. Uh, it it reminds me cool. of when Conor McGregor uh, came to the UFC, and Joe Rogan was talking about how he has a whole nation on his back of Ireland. That's why I feel about the, uh, Broadway every time he does a podcast. I'm like, he has a whole nation on his back. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Because you know, last year I remember uh, he was he was called the uh, the boxing guru, shit like that, and now you know. He has that thing with the Dominican. The I'm, voice of Dominican boxing. Yeah, I'm the voice of Dominican boxing. Yeah, man. Shout, so shout, cool. shout out to Ezra for gifting that that name, man. Hey, that's a really unique, like, just really cool name, bro. That, that, that is really cool. Yeah. Was, I, um. I got my bad. No, no, yeah, I just, yeah. That's like I said. There's, there's never been a, a better moment to be the voice of Dominican boxing for what for what we're seeing right now. And if you were just like gonna say like you know like what country had the best year in boxing it yeah. has to be dominican boxing it has yeah. to be it has to yeah. be yeah the only loss i can think of is is Mourinho's, and he took that fight on one day notice and was in tough yeah. and 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 he put was in a, tough yeah he was in tough with it. it was a good fight himself he put in a great show for himself and by the way if michelle rivera can't get a big fight whether it be cruz or roley or tank i want him to fight frank martin next that's good. That's, that's a good matchup. Uh, honestly, uh, any of those guys matched up right now would be good at, at 135 pounds. There's uh, the ones that PBC has, like their top guys. I'd like to see any of those guys fight. I think I guess the 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 rumor is Roley is moving up to 140. He's down with 135. He's fighting at 140. If I was Michelle Rivera, I'd probably chase him up there to be like I still go fight you at 140, and then I'll come back down just to get the notoriety of beating some a name like that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think they, if they could match up with like a Cruz or like you said, uh, Martin would be actually a big excellent matchup. All right. Yeah. 
I'm with you. What were you saying, Carlos? I said, yeah, I, I agree, man. I think there's a lot of good fights for Michelle Rivera after this. Because, like, obviously the guy is fighting. I mean, I had to search him up on uh, Boxtrick because I didn't really know him. All I know is that uh, he lost to Frank Martin. But, you know, after this, I mean, obviously a lot of guys don't want to fight him right now, which is, which is you know, makes sense because he's a dangerous guy. But after this, there has to be a lot of options, which which is, which is rather Cruz, Frank Martin, Roley. So, yeah, there's a lot of good fights for him after this. Well, if you don't really, would kind of benefit him because he wasn't going to get the tank fight. But what benefit him yeah. is the tank fights Ryan, then Cruz is available, right? And then uh, yeah. th- he might get that fight, and that that'd be a very interesting fight as well. That'd so, be but, such a good fight, man. It would be. It would be. It'd be a good yeah, fight. Look, I want Cruz to either fight De Los Santos or Michelle Rivera next. Give I'm me curious what, what they do with uh, Santos because, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you guys were saying like. Bring him along slowly, but I just kind of feel like he's in, he's already the, in there now, right? Like you kind of, you, you can't go backwards with him. You kind nah. of have to move forward. What do you think, bro? How do you think they match him up? Did we he lose Bravo? Oh, it cut out. Cut My out. Bad. Am I good now? Yeah, yeah, you're good. I can hear you now. Uh, no, no. I, I, I agree with you, man. Throw him in the deep end. Uh, from what I've been hearing, as far as, He's currently in DR right now. Uh, he his birthday actually just passed, so I, I'm assuming he he went out there to fly out for his birthday. But now, nah, from what I'm hearing, man, this dude's the goods as far as skills wise. I know power wise, he's the goods. And 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 again, anybody who's there to be hit and cruises, I'm I'm picking Del Santos. Uh, the uh, the way people have talked to me about his power is legendary so okay I'm, I'm gonna just go by my sources so i, I want that fight yeah and I, I think uh santos's st- style is like it's kind of like must see if you especially like him and cruz i mean you would have to guess that's just gonna be fireworks with those two dudes fighting each other for sure would you guys think of uh fundora's performance i uh what's it called i, I think it was pretty good man i mean like the first three rounds, Pandora was kind of just getting hit, like from the outside, kind of a little bit, which is funny because he was like six six and he was gonna get hit outside. But then from round four to round ten, it was really just a barrage, just inside, and that's where he was having more success. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I, I think I scored it nine rounds to three for Pandora, and I that's thought exactly he what I maybe yeah, I thought he could have maybe got the stoppage, but uh, obviously he didn't. You know, Kokambo was pretty tough, and then uh, the the funniest part was whenever whenever the whole situation with Jack Reese happened, you know, that was pretty that was pretty weird and it was oh funny. God. Jack Reese was yeah. horrible. Awful. Awful. I'll go deeper yeah, into that, that but we'll, that, we'll, was, that was weird, man. Yeah, was very weird. strange. We'll go deeper into that. But what'd you think, Frank? What'd you think of the performance from- um, I thought it, I thought it was decent considering the level of opposition. I mean El Campo was just tough. I mean he was tough yeah. as a two dollar steak. I don't know if he, I don't think he had any exceptional skills. Uh, it was a uh, showcase fight. So I know I hear people saying, you know, this and that about Fedora. They don't like, you know, they think he should fight from the outside and these things. And, yeah, he has some flaws and some holes, but uh, I think he'll be tough for anybody. I don't mean you'll have to really come to fight with that guy because he's, he's coming to fight. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I like his style, you know. Um, I want to see him again. Yeah. What, what about you, Broadway? 
the fight kind of played out how, how I said it would. I, I don't know if you remember. I said it was going to be a close fight. Don't mm-hmm. think I said that. I, I think it might be a little bit controversial. I, I don't think it was controversial. I scored the fight 8-4, uh, you know, in favor of Fundora. Uh, I'll be honest, and, and, and you guys can disagree. I wasn't that in particularly impressed. Like, I ain't come away like, damn, man, this guy Fundora is a problem. I, I came away kind of like, I don't know if he's fucking with, 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 with the top guys, you know, and that's a deep division, by the way. So yeah. uh, I, I, I didn't come away too impressed, but he, he I, I thought he won the fight clearly, and I think Jack mm-hmm. Be banned from boxing. I agree with you on that with Jack Reese. But I do have one question. Okay, before this fight, what was your what was your like idea of Fundora before this fight happened? Did this fight change your opinion of what Fundora was, or did it just kind of like solidify what you believed of him? Or what would you? I, I was a bit up in the air as far as it. I was more leaning towards he's good. But the only thing is that Sergio Garcia performance just replays in my fucking head. I thought he lost that fight, man. I thought he lost. But, you know, you, you got to give a guy a break. It was only one fight. He came back in his next fight, knocked out Lubin. So I was like, I don't know what to make of him. You know, I was like, let's see what happens here. And I, 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 this fight was more like more the fight where I was like, all right, I'm going to see where he's at now. Because Ocampo's not a bum, but he's not a fucking world beater either. You know what I'm saying? He ain't drop him at no point. He ain't hurt him at no point. Did he even cut him? I don't even think he cut him. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I wasn't that impressed, although he did win eight to four. Some people had it nine to three, which I think is appropriate. Um, I, I just I wanted to see a little bit more. Um, this is what this is what because it's funny. It's, it's interesting what you're saying, and and I agree with you, but I I don't, I don't think this fight changed my opinion on him. I think honestly it was the same. I had I, exactly where I stood before with him, which I think if he fights on the inside, I think he's a problem for anyone. I think he could compete with anyone in that division if he fights on the inside consistently. But you brought the Sergio Garcia fight, and that's the fight that stays in my mind too because that was a fight that he tried to box in. He tried to use his length. He tried to use his reach, and it didn't work. And when he does that, he's a below-average fighter, in my opinion. In this fight, he tried to do that, and he was losing to start the fight. He tried to box, fight at a distance, and he was losing. But when he I fights on the, the first three rounds, yeah, I thought. Well, I thought I had a three-one after four, right? So I, I gave him a. I think the second round in that fight, but yeah, it, I don't think he's very good when he fights on the outside. So I agree with you, probably that yes, when he fight when he fought Sergio Garcia, I thought there was a case you could make that he lost that fight, and it was because he boxed though. But I still see when he fights on the inside, he's still just as effective as when he fought Lubin. He's just as effective as when he fought. Uh, Gladimore, uh, yeah, Gladimore, or when he fought uh, Coda, he's just as effective, but it's gonna be a mentality thing for him. Is he gonna still try to figure out this? Oh, I'm boxing on the outside because if he's trying to figure that out, it's not gonna figure it out at this level, not with the guys this good. If they're gonna bring him all the way back and give him some light touches where he could learn that part of his game, which it may never come, but that they try to do that, that's the only way it works. It's not gonna work against top 10 guys. Someone's going to beat him. It won't even be the guy that we're expecting to beat him, right? It'll be a guy that is just a mid-level guy because he can't fight with that style. He's got to come in with the mentality is I'm going to war. I'm going to get on the inside. I'm, And the thing that bothers me too is like people say, oh, he doesn't use his height. He doesn't use his reach. He does. He uses it on the inside. He gets shots off that you wouldn't be able to get off 
if you were a short arm fighter or if you were if he sees things that you wouldn't be able to see if you're short and stocky because he's tall and he has reach he could get body shots for certain angles he could get a lot of leverage in the shots it doesn't take him a lot of motion to get certain shots off from body to head so I see things that I really like from him, but I do agree with you. If he fights on the outside and tries to box, he's going to get knocked out. He'll lose to Charlo bad if he fights on the outside. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I he ain't fucking with Charlo. I, I can guarantee you that. And by the way, Charlo is co-trained by Joan Guzman. Yeah, I just want to throw that out That's there. Dominican you know, too. That's, he got that Dominican right there. But uh, if he fights on the inside, okay, if he could fight on the inside consistently. Right. That's the thing. You 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 think you're the only motherfucker seeing that shit? Of course. Now, when you get to a level, people who are going to box you. People yeah, but, be- he, but every time he's struggled, it's what he's chose to, chose to box. I'm saying, though, if he's going to come forward on Charlo, he's going to have success in that fight. I, I, I understand that where Charlo is an excellent fighter. He's one of the best fighters in the world. I have him in my top, I believe, three, like pound for pound. Right. I think he's one of the best fighters in the world right now. But I think we're a little bit overstating of how consistently like skilled he is he he has lapses in judgment he has lapses in in moves he makes like you could put pressure on him i mean if you remember in broadway i know you're gonna know this uh jensen rosario mm-hmm. put a lot put, was able to put pressure on him jensen rosario was able to do a lot of good work in that fight he just was not sturdy enough to last against charlo's uh big powerful shots yeah. if if jensen rosario is able to put pressure on you if he's able to do good work on the inside then Fedora's gonna be able to do good work on the inside. He's gonna be able to put pressure on you. I, I think I think people don't realize how hard Jason Rosario hits. So like, um, I, I, believe me, uh, from again sources, they all tell me he can crack, and you know J Rock will fucking tell you if he can crack or not. So I think maybe he was wary of the power, or maybe the power was moving him where he's like, oh, hold on, I gotta be careful. Uh, so th- there's that, and also. Um, I do think that adding Joan Guzman, because he only did it for the last two Castaño fights. Yeah. I think if you see how he looked in that second fight, and, and I'm, I'm, does not mean even being biased. I'm just being, I'm being serious right now. Uh, if we see how he fought in that second fight, you saw some Guzman in him. He, he showed a lot of good defense and head movement and shoulder rolls and, and pivots, things that Guzman used to do. And uh, uh, I don't know if you guys know, after the fight, he paid Guzman his, you know, whatever his trainer check is and gave him an extra 50000 on top of it because he was like, yo, bro, you did that much good for me in my training camp. And so I think Guzman, it, being in his training camp, I think we're going to see a, a, another level of him. Yeah, I mean, we could see that, 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 that uh, from the last fight, he was a much way, way better improved from what he was in the first fight with Costano. I think that a lot of the people don't talk about how bad uh Charlo's game plan and strategy was in the first fight with Costano because it, it was awful. It was one of it was one of the worst. Like he, he, everything that you people like, I'm trying to like just normal dudes just scouting uh Costano fight would be like, don't do this. He did all of it in the first fight. And still was, you know, like I said, it's Charlo. He's competitive. He was still explosive enough, fast enough, uh, skilled enough to make that an extremely competitive fight while fighting with the worst strategy ever. He wasn't, other fight, he wasn't active in the first fight. Uh, Joan Guzman? No, no, no. Oh, Charlo. <laughs> well, yeah. My, he, he, I said he wasn't active enough in the first fight. Why you bring oh, yeah, Joan? Yeah. No, I thought you said he wasn't active in his corner. I, my bad. It cut oh, off. No, no, That's no, why no, I, no, yeah, my yeah. bad. Wasn't, he wasn't throwing enough punches in that first fight. I think he could have won the first fight. He just didn't throw enough punches. But again, he, they, but he also allowed like 
he also fought like at the wrong range. He allowed himself against the ropes. He he would fight when Cristiano got in the spot. He would try to trade with him, and that was a mistake. Uh, I, he didn't pick his spots that would win the work. Now, in the like I said, the second fight is is a is a big improvement. But I think it all, honestly because of the first fight, it kind of leads to like an overrating uh, overrate overrating of Castano of how good he actually was. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how good he really is. I think he's a good fighter. I don't think he's a great fighter. I think a lot of people think that Castano is like number two at 154 right now. I'm not sure I buy that. I don't, I don't, I think that Fedora would beat him. Yeah, you said it. I mean, 154 is not really a, a extremely deep division. I mean, there's no, besides Charlo, there's nobody that's knocking on the door that we think, oh yeah, that's going to be a good fight. Um, I but, think, well, I think Fedora is. I think Fedora is. But keep going. But, keep that, going yeah, but that's what I was going to lead to is that, you know, is Fedora any better or worse than Tim Zhu? You know, like well, that's think, what you uh, about the division. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think, I think Fedora's better than Tim Zhu. Yeah, Tim Zhu's trash to me. I don't think he's trash at all. So there you go. See, yeah, I, I, I think he has a good shot. I, I think, uh, I think he has a good shot. I know what you're saying. I just think he's a tough. He, he has a he shoots straight. You know, no, he I, th- I think, straight. I think, I think Zoo's good. I honestly, I do. I think Zoo's good. I think that Charlo is. I, I think what happens is we start putting down fighters because maybe that we don't think they have a chance against Charlo. That's fine. A lot of guys are not going to have a chance against Charlo. They don't mean they're bad fighters. And if we start doing that, you're going to start taking credit away from Charlo wins. But if Charlo knocks out Zoo in the first round, people are going to be like, I told you he was trash. I, I don't think that's what that means. I think it just means that that's how good Charlo is. I think Zoo's a, a good fighter. I really well, do. I think Zoo's a good fighter. That's what I was going to say is that I think I don't want to say how much of a chance Fandora has. Because I think he'll have one more fight. I think it's going to be Danny Garcia, but I need to see Charlo versus. Because it'll be, be a really year. Uh, 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 how Charlo does against Zoo? Because if it's a knockout, drag him out fight, he takes a lot of damage. I'm like, okay, Fandora, you know, that's the time to get him. You know, that's usually when they take the fights is when they see something. You know, um, but yeah, I, I if he now if he molly whops Zoo and gets him out of there, then it's like, okay, Fandora has no shot. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it could just really just show how, what level uh, Charles at. You know what I mean? I, I like I said, I think the Castano fight and then winning the undisputed. I, I like I said, I think Charles is top. Like I said, he's top three pound for pound. But I think maybe there's a little bit of like he's like so superior to everyone. I'm not sure. I think that maybe these fights are a little more competitive. But that, than people want to say. And when you say superior, but that that's what I'm saying about the division not being extremely deep. I mean, all these guys are really green. I mean, you're Bandora, Castaño. I mean, was he at 20 fights? Zoo at 21 fights. Um, it's not an extremely deep division. So everybody really has a chance to beat everybody in this type of division. We don't really have a, a pound for pound king. Now I know you have not pound for pound, but yeah, um, I, think, just, I think Charlo is a power front king in here. But, but then, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying 100%. Because I was if you, if you your own the, argument against you about, like, Castaño. I don't think he's he, he's a good fighter, but I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what level Castano is. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what level he is. I think people want, because he was competitive with Charlo, they, they want to say that he's at a high, high, he reminds high level. Uh, Castaño reminds me of a guy I remember that everybody was like, he's the, Lucas Matisse. Matisse was good though. I mean, yeah, but like, once he got once he got figured out, it, we never heard from him again. You know, like he had a really good fight with Danny Garcia, and um, I don't know. I thought I thought that yeah, kind Danny of like, was the dog that they were they were at really high levels at that point. But they let's were say that, okay, Charlo Matisse. has. Oh, go ahead. At one fifty four, there's Castano's number one. And this is I'm looking at uh 
boxing live, box live. So, you know, yeah, whatever, that's take it whatever you want. But uh, <laughs> Castano, Fandora, Zoo, Harrison. I think that's your clear top four. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, I think Fandora to me is the toughest challenge for Charlo of those guys I named. Harrison, we already know what that looks like. He might outbox Charlo early, but he'll break late. Zoo, we're going to find out. I think that uh, he might not have enough tools yet to to be you know competitive in this fight for a long time. Right, he might just be there too much for Charlo to hit. We're gonna find out though. I think he's a I think he's a good fighter. And Castano, I want to see him fight one of these guys. I wouldn't mind seeing Castano versus Harrison. I wouldn't mind seeing Castano versus right, uh Zoo or Castano versus Fandora or Castano even versus Lupin. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I, I want to see what Castano is because I it's hard to really measure how good he is. Well, he's good. I mean, he took uh, uh Charlo life and death, so he's he's good. I mean, stop, but yeah, but that could just be okay. But okay, here we go then. Is how good is Andy Ruiz now? Andy Ruiz beat Joshua, but how good is Andy Ruiz? This is my measuring stick. He's good enough to beat anybody if they're not on their A game. You know, like when you're a pound for pound king, that to me, that's meaning like you can have a bad camp, you could have shit going on in your life, but you have that that fifth gear, you know, that that next level edge that only the elite of the elite have. You understand what I'm saying? I think Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and Usyk all beat Andy Ruiz with their B game. I think on a bad day, off day, I think they all beat Andy Ruiz. So th- th- that's th- that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. Uh, it's hard to say one fight. You, I know what level you're at. I don't. I, I need to see consistency. I need to see you fight consistently. Like okay, you guys uh, beat Pet Pacquiao. Now that's a really questionable win because we don't know what what level of Pacquiao yeah, was at that point. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But I'm just saying though, right? But so people's mind, like, oh, you guys is at that point, and it's like, well, okay, then he fights Spence. That fight's not really close, right? It's not. It's not really a close fight. So then you got to be like, okay, what level is you guys at? You know what I mean? Who, who, who off of one performance, I'm just going to say he's at that level. No, I need to see consistently. Like, I need to see. Ugas is a B fighter, but he will beat any. If you're not on your A game, he will beat you. I don't you know can... if that's true, though. I don't know if that's true. Well, why do we say Like, who? Okay, let's, let's go to the rankings. Let's go to. Uh, I, I'm going to name a guy, you tell me if he beats him if he's on his B game. Crawford. Can he be if. Crawford no. would beat him on his B game. He would beat Ugas. Crawford would beat him on his B game. You don't think Ugas has a good chance against Crawford, or at least I give him a good fight? I don't. No. I don't. Oh, damn. Okay. I think he Boot at least puts up a good fight. Boot Dennis is B game. I think he beat yeah. Ugas. He could be. No, nah, if, if, if Boot Dennis came in and had a bad night, he's going to lose. I, I don't agree with that. How about uh, Ortiz Jr., Virgil? Yeah, he would beat Virgil, and Virgil's not, uh, his head's not there. See, I don't, I don't know about that. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know how good Ugas is. I really don't. I don't know how good Ugas is. He's, I good, know enough, he's, he's good enough that if he has his greatest night ever, you know, the night of his life, he could beat anybody if they're not on their A game. What do you think, bro? What do you think about Ugas? I mean, I, I think Ugas is, is is a solid contender, but I, I'm not going to. I don't think he beats Boots or Virgil um, if they're on their B game. I think these young guys they 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 hitting hard, man. Like, I, you you know when you could you know there's some guys they coming up they getting knockouts and you kind of like not sure of it. These two, I like I'm almost positive that no, th- this power is legit. Like those are legit power. So I, I just think that even if on a bad night, I think eventually they end up clipping them. Especially now, after Ugas already had his eye, orbital bone broken, 
is only susceptible to being broken again. And these are two really, really big punches. What do you think of Castano? What do you rate Castano? I rate Castano's the second best light light middleweight. I, I know you disagree, but I, I think he beats Fandora. I think he's strong physically. I feel like it, it, in that first fight against Charlie, he was pushing him. Even that fight against Laura, Laura had a tough time getting him off of him. Like, yo, this motherfucker's crowding me and pushing me around, and, and he's he's like a fucking tank. Yeah. So, I, 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 and 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 Fandora, although huge, is skinny, and yeah, you can you can take the you can take these shots from these other guys and Lubin and, and Ocampo. I don't think I don't think you're gonna be able to consistent. I think I I don't think Castaño stops Fandora, but I think he breaks them down to the point where. Uh, this guy, he wants to slow the pace down and doesn't want to fight I, 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 on the inside as much. Uh, yeah. I, I, I would pick Cassano. Plus, Cassano has an experience factor over him as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm more just like in the boat. Like, I don't know how good Cassano is. That's just how I feel. I don't. I, I know he, he matched up well with Charlo, but I don't mean that you're a great fighter. That just means, you know, you might just have a good matchup. You know, Mayorga knocked out Vernon Forrest. Mayorga was never what? a great fighter. What? He just knocked out Vernon Forrest. Twice, yeah, he knocked him out twice. He beat him twice. Then knocked him out once, and then beat him the decision last, the second time. But yeah, he he was never a great fighter though. I don't think anyone. I mean, maybe at that point when he beat him, you thought he was a great fighter. But uh, time proved that he was not a great fighter. He just matched up well with this guy. I, I honestly, no, no, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Honestly, I think with Mayorga, I think Mayorga was as good as we thought he was. Is he just wasn't as disciplined as he should have been? Because Mayorga was awkward. But he hit hard, and he he consistently gave everybody a tough fight. Maybe with well, the Tito. I mean, remember he gets schooled right after the Brandon Forrest fight by uh, Spinks. I mean, he gets schooled bad. I mean, that fight is not close. Um, it, it was horrible. I mean, it was it was uh, it was one of the worst matchups they could have had for him. I mean, he gets schooled bad enough. I don't know. I don't. I just. Uh, yeah. There's just some guys you just match up right. Like you just have a good fight. You match up right. Like uh, Mickey no, Ward Gotti. You, they just match you, up right. You don't remember his fights with his fight uh, with with, with uh, Mosley. That was a com- a competitive fight. Obviously. Yeah, but that was Mosley was washed at that point. Mosley was not washed. That was before he fought Margarito. I, is it? No, I don't think it is. Is it? Oh, maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, Google it. Google it. I. Co- I'm I'm like almost positive. You might be right. You might be right. That sounds actually kind of now that I'm thinking about it, it sounds about right. And uh, he, he he no 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 no. Okay, wait wait. He fought Mar- oh, wait, wait wait. He fought Margarita a few times. I forgot about that. It's literally right before he fought uh, Margarita. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And uh, oh. he and even when he fought Cotto, where where Mayoga was washed, he gave Cotto a little bit of trouble. I don't it's, know if you remember. Like a, I'm, a, I'm looking. I don't even remember him fighting Cotto. I'll be honest with you. Let me. Let me he fought Cotto at one fifty-four. This was when Cotto had switched trainers with Emmanuel Stewart, and he gave Cotto a little bit of trouble, and he got stopped. Uh, I just think he he just was never fully hundred percent dedicated in the sport. He but, got yeah. stopped by Mosley and Cotto in the last round. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the Cotto stoppage was fucking weird. He like got caught with a left hook, then looks at his hand and goes, oh, my hand hurts. And it's like, and he quits. How about Mayorga outboxing Vernon Force in the second fight? I mean, that had to took all Vernon Force's confidence away to get outboxed in that fight, to lose a decision to Mayorga. 
He also beat Vargas too. Uh, Mayorga beat Vargas. Although that was <laughs> Vargas, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that was a wash, Vargas. But my my point is, he, he always put up a good showing for himself. And it's funny, I actually didn't see that Sphinx fight. But I'll take your word for it that he got. Sphinx. Oh goodness, don't watch it. It's brutal. It's it's one of the worst matchups ever that Don King ever put together. It's just Sphinx moving around him and Marga being three feet away from every shot it is horrible. Oh, it's a boring fight. Yeah, there's just nothing happens. It's just Spinks. Spinks at his best is a boring, boring fight. You know what I mean? There, there's a fight that Spinks has with Jermaine Taylor, and I will, uh, and I will uh, hold. We got to do this one on your on your show, Broadway. I think he there's a good chance you could make an argument that he won that fight against Jermaine Taylor. I really Mega? think that he, no, no, no. Uh, Corey Spinks. I think Corey Spinks didn't have no power. I think he won in there as like he was the opponent he was supposed to lose. And I think that he outboxed Jermaine Taylor for 12 rounds. That's just, you know, it, he doesn't get the credit for it. The score is very wide for Jermaine Taylor. But I remember watching him being like, I don't think Jermaine Taylor won this fight. So that's what we got to add to the show, Broadway. We got to do that one. You got to do one of those again, bro. I got to figure out a, 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 t- a, a day where we just do it every, like every this day. Every, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, only, let me know. The only thing is, is difficult for me because, uh, my listen, I have the worst worst work schedule in America, and then I have to fucking spend time with my family. You get what I'm saying? No, I get you. I feel that so way. So it, it, it's so difficult. That's why. That's why I, I I just do it randomly. Like, hey, you know, this Tuesday or this random day, you know, <laughs> come or, join. Or the one the one that has to be coming up soon is Chocolatito uh, Estrada. Mm. We have to do Chocolatito Estrada coming up soon because that that fight's coming up. You're right. You're right. Uh, no, no. I listen, man. I, 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 I want to do one once a week. It, it, but again, my work schedule right now is hideous. Hopefully, by the next year, by next year, I'll get a new job. But uh, we'll see. What's it? You don't work tomorrow, or what? You don't work Tuesdays? Because you've been doing my, my space is pretty late, so I'm just like curious. Oh, uh, you're, you're at work right now, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm working. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Fuck this job, man. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't say, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I guess we could like wrap it up here. I mean, I'm at an hour 50, and I feel like if you listen to a, a full hour 50 and you got through, you know, uh, Broadway and Clever arguing over if if uh, Clever's racist and Clever not understanding that he was talking about uh, the age thing and he thought he was talking about steroids and me having to explain that and clear that up. If you got through that part and made it to an hour 50, I, I, I really, you know, my hat's off to you, it really is. I, I really respect that. Uh, you are a true boxing fan to deep dive like that and to hear all the our takes on that. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys doing that. But I appreciate you guys jumping on Broadway. I appreciate always yeah, no making time to get on here. Frank, thank you for coming on here. And Carlos, of course, my friend. Broadway, do your advertising sure, for your man. show. Yo, everybody follow me on Instagram, Broadway Joel. Follow me at underscore Broadway Joel. And most importantly, hit that subscribe button on my YouTube channel, Broadway Draw. And I just want to give a shout-out to Ezra for, one, having me on, and two, yeah, I like this Monday night shit right here. You kind of found the niche where, you know, you're doing a Twitter space, essentially on YouTube, mm-hmm. and now putting out content when you would have been doing this already just on Twitter. So I just exactly. want to salute you for finding, finding, I guess, a niche, if for lack of a better word. And, uh, you, you're doing great things, man. I'm really proud of you. 
I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I want to say the other day too, like those Twitter spaces are, uh, they're life consuming. They really are. I was on there last night, probably to like, I want to say 12 and we were just talking. It was me, Lord. And, um, who else was on there? It was me, Lord and, uh, um, King P and we were talking about MTV reality shows. That's the, 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 this is the kind of deep dive that we were at. We were going through every MTV reality show. We've got to Next and Room Raiders and all the good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, those, 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 time, those are time consumers of space. Yo, bro, I, I, I literally had a dream of a Twitter space yesterday. That's, that's- <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you, those bad boys consume my life. Oh, and, and shout out to Carlos and Frank. And I, I, I fuck with you guys. You, you guys definitely. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, bro. And Frank, you, you have a YouTube yeah. uh, channel? Nah, I'm a, I'm gonna try to do some content, but I'm just figuring out, uh, yeah, you. you know, what to what to um throw on there, and I need I need people to come on, you know. I'm not one. I, I don't I don't like talking to myself. I'm not somebody that can talk to myself, you know. I need um to hear people's opinions so I can tell well, you. Let me, <laughs> let me know when you do it i'll jump on no, no problem okay girl. i invited you uh another time like i do i do another thing yeah the um, um uh what's the name of this uh, podcast right uh yeah you can find him on uh he had uh, uh rick glazer on today but i i do sometimes a thing with him so <laughs> yeah but but he did you know the thing is what i like about your show is you know like joe he had me on before and uh, he didn't boot me off, you know. You don't, you know. You allow everybody to speak as long as uh, people are respectful. So I always appreciate it. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't. I have no problem with someone having an opinion that's different than my own. I really don't. I, I like to hear all opinions, and I like to hear everybody's point of view. And honestly, you might say something that like that opens up my mind to something else that I was not thinking. So yeah, I would never. I, I, I just keep it respectful. I, if the argument gets too little serious, then we'll just change the subject. It's all good. You know what I mean? That's it. Since you since you don't mind people differing opinions, just let's mm-hmm. just Adamus knocks out Janet back. All right, let let's just leave Easy. that in there. Did you wait? Go ahead, keep going, keep going. Not I, I, I want to hear what you got to say. I, I think fucking boxing Twitter will explode with just me and you are going back with memes and. I fucking- hope that actually happens, but I just hope it means. Uh, I hope that the all the titles are on the line when it happens. I hope it really means something because it's going to really divide our friendship. Yeah, if y'all want to blow, you need to create some kind of fake beef. I'll, I'll oh yeah, be right well, there. yeah, yeah. That, well, that, that won't be a fake beef. That'll be a real. That'll beef. be real. That will be yeah, that will <laughs> be real. I don't know if you even noticed it. it Janabek actually tweeted at me today. Isn't that the guy that said that he would make easy work of Canelo or some shit? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. This man's talking crazy. Uh, and I, I really respect it. And you got to understand that this man's a heart of a warrior. You got to understand. So he, he comes here, right? And he comes here. He doesn't speak our language. He doesn't He doesn't even fight our style, right? He didn't do the Golovkin and sell out and go and try to fight another people's style. No, he fights his style. And he comes and he's taking out people. And he, there's no money behind him. There's no fans behind him. There's nothing behind him. But yet he's still coming up on top. You gotta understand that, that what it takes to the, the the courage, the strength of this man, the mentality of this man to still come up on top, to now be the A side Janabek over Andrade. It's it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. It is yeah, a beautiful that, thing. If that fight happens, Adamas Janabek, me and you on the undercard, man. I, I, I hope I'm telling you, probably we will be the buildup for this fight. When they show like the you know when they show highlights and like the buildup for the fight, they won't even show the fighters. It'll just be me and you talking to trash the whole time. That's yeah, exactly what it'll be. I'm significantly yeah, bigger than you, so I, I think I'll have the size. <laughs> what are you? What's your size? I'm six one two forty. 
I'm 6'1", 220. We're right there. Oh, I, I think we're a <laughs> guy. Oh, no, no. We're right there. Right there. there, like go, there we go. I will need a rehydration clause on you, though, but it's all cool. We'll work that out later. We'll, work that, we'll figure that out later. That's all politics. You guys, right, guys. guys got to throw a side bit when that happens. Oh, it, it, trust me. If that fight happens, you, you will hear me in Broadway Listen, conversating I, I about it. Every fucking day, yeah, One, it, it'll be a whole thing. They on his like, like it, 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 that that fight needs. Let's speak it into existence. That fight needs to happen. It needs to be a unification match, like you said. Maybe an undisputed match. Let and and I, again, the, I think top rank and PBC will cut us a fucking check. I'll tell much- you right now. You talking like this is crazy. It's not crazy. Right? It's not a crazy idea. If Golovkin retires, right, and Falcoa takes the belt. To top rank side, he he wins the belt, and then let's say uh, Charlo moves up, and then you do Lara Adamas. That it, they could match up for undisputed. It's not bro, an insane thing at all, bro. Rem- save this this clip and save it for if it when it happens that we spoke it into existence exactly. And just know our our, our friendship is is, is <laughs> it's over. It, it ended in a, it ended in a beautiful way. I'll tell you that right now. And, and, and you know, especially you probably gonna block me after Adamas knocks your boy out. So you know, I might block Twitter in general. I might just get off Twitter. <laughs> it might be the last thing I'm on Twitter, honestly. But uh, all right, man, I'm out. Catch you guys later. All right, all right, man. Peace. Next week, man. Peace.